Charles never tingled the same again since. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, it's your boy, Arizona First. And with me, as always, my dude and co host, Cole Popo. What's happening, motherfuckers? Uh, yo, I'm black, and he's um, Mexican, they say. You sure already know that. But uh, this is a podcast about nothing in particular, just current events minus the bullshit. Mm. Make sure you head over to IBHMPodcast.com, the official website. There, you can catch all of our episodes from previous seasons, watch live episodes, listen to the podcast, as well as catch any of the articles or videos we discuss during the show. And um, you can also follow us segment by segment if you click the ADHD link or head over to I'mBlackHe'sMexican.com. Now, also while you're there, make sure you click on our dedications link where you'll find a gallery for a lovely, lovely. Lovely dedication. Ooh, no. now, you know we love them. We love them, yeah. Papa. Okay. And uh, save them, Captain. Save them. While you're also there, make sure you find all of our social media links: Rome, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, all them shits. Make sure you also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and TuneIn Radio. Leave us five star reviews. Especially if you enjoy this intellectual fuckery. You dig that? I get now, digs. Is that? All right. Like now, uh, I guess speaking of fuckery, moving over to my main source of social media fuckery, you can find me on Tumblr. And you can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. And while you're at it, follow my dude, Soul Papo, on his main source of social media fuckery, which is. Which is also Tumblr, really anything social media. You can find me at S O U L P O P A P O. I don't even know how to guess what my goddamn name so Papo. <laughs> find it. Google it. Something. Go find me. On our thing. Creeping on and, bitches. Uh, we back in the motherfucking building, Papo. And uh, real quick, I got to give a motherfucking shout out to previous dedication, uh, Sandra Pagan from. Uh, from my nude self project.tumblr.com. She's a uh, current model and photographer. And uh, she recently posted, My life has come down to giving advice to strippers about anal sets. God bless that woman. God bless her. Somebody got to do it. Somebody, Somebody got to do it. Oh. Yo, speaking of which, actually, a quick little tidbit. I actually, uh, uh, I'm not going to be naming things, but I, I finally got to. to, to swimming in those pastures right oh. so i so i had uh go get some some lubricant right so me and my boy oh. we actually went to a sex shop and uh, if that wasn't already queer enough having a fucking two fucking heavy set guys fucking going up to the <laughs> counter being like what's the best shit y'all niggas got for anal and, and like without fucking skipping the beat, this motherfucker like jumped onto his fucking toes and pants to the fucking little lube area, and he's like, "Well, it depends. Are you looking for something water based, some uh, lubricant, or no. something fucking like uh, silicone?" I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I want to make shit make, make those noises." Yo, it is fucking hilarious because that is 
that is the crazy part about like them fucking lubes and things. You have the kind like the uh, no scent, and then you got the kind where if you're gonna use latex, and if you don't use like yeah, I didn't know that shit got that real in um the motherfucking field. Yeah, no, dude, they had the shit took fucking signs, and now what broke my heart the most, I want to say, was just how fucking. Ex- Expensive shit is done. I'm talking about you go from fucking from a two ounce joint that costs like yeah. fucking I don't know fifteen dollars. But you figure ain't nothing to the to the thing that's going to actually do you some good. It's like damn near fifty bucks. And I was like, man, I think I'd rather get me an A fee of some of that good good than have to do all this shit. <sighs> Why the oh. fuck I'm telling you this story? I don't know, but it was an experience. Nigga upsold me. Didn't work for shit. Had to use a whole lot. But hold even all that great. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Got it was not worth the investment. And I, I think that was actually the perfect segue into uh, our new section, Popo. I think uh, we could move over to Manjanus. What the fuck? News. And uh, Popo, I don't know what's going on in the world today, but uh, did you hear the story of the boxer? who uh, claims that he was drugged and can't remember a thing after a X-rated porn emerged of him having sex with two men. Oh, shit. <laughs> I do I do believe that the young, the, was it, the, the, the good die young, and, and uh, usually when you're real young, it's easy to root for you and get you to do some shenanigans. What the fuck? <laughs> so is this, is this box like is this something big time or up and coming? So apparently, Yusef Mack, who's 35, who has fought several. Yeah, it sounds like a nigga. Big man, dingo nigga. That's Yusef. I'm straight off the motherfucking boat. Uh, He's uh, 35 and has fought several world champions and is known as the Mack attack, um, has chosen to speak Mm. out and defend his heterosexuality after he was identified as one of the men in an explicit film, which appears to have been online since December 2014. He says, my whole life, I've been what they call a whoremonger. I love females. Mack told Mm. Philly.com. The only time I touch a front. He said, the only time I touch his man is when I'm in the ring fighting. And I got the gloves <laughs> on. I put the fist on him. That's the only time I touch the man. I'm to give him the one, two. And it, it, ain't when I do, it, ain't, it ain't when I put a dick in front of my mouth to do a mic check. I'm it ain't talking, that. I'm not talking left nut, right nut. That's not the one, two I'm talking about. Um, mind the stepchildren, though. Mind the stepchildren. And your motherfucking boy, uh, I'm going to share the... Uh, Where's this guy from, by the way? This dude um, doesn't give the rest of it. Just says that. So he's he's well known, I guess, in the boxing world. It doesn't give. Oh well, I guess he got interviewed by Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia boxer. So blah, out. There we go. But um, his sounded East Coast to me. Fucked up as that would be. You just yeah, imagine, you know. just a, just a big bully motherfucker. Nah, nigga, it ain't like that. So, you know, when that when that dick was up in my ass, I was trying to fight these <laughs> monsters. They had me drugged. They had me on some hallucinogens that that made me think that my hands didn't work. So then my feet was kicking. But really, I I started thinking I was in the ocean. Motherfuckers started grabbing me by the fins, push pushing the the scales back. It really was the full skin. Niggas started sucking me off. I didn't know what to do. Jesus, I just it stood was there. All a dream. Oh, come up on the man. 
Mac, who's uh, currently engaged to a woman, admits that he agreed to take (laughs) his beard, um, admits that he agreed to take part in a porno because he needed the money. He uh, apparently retired from boxing last year, and he says that he went to an address in the Bronx, or actually says... um, uh, he was contacted with an offer to do a porn on Facebook, so he traveled out to Philly from New York or from Philly to New York to make the video. And um, he went to the address, and he says, it's, uh, "I'm thinking it's about to go down. I need a drink or something." They gave me a pill and a shot of vodka. I took the pill down with the vodka, and then he has no memory from that point until later on when one of his homeboys ran up on him and was like, "Yo." Oh, you in a porno? Nah, nigga, that ain't me. Nah, nigga, click this URL, nigga. I, it's on Twitter. I put it on Twitter. I retweet. I retweeted that shit, nigga. Go to that link real quick, nigga. I, re- I fucking reposted it and favorited it. Motherfucker, it's everywhere. See, that one thing that I'm kind of curious about, and I'm not too sure if you're just kind of fucking with me, saying that his boy mentioned it. But I'm just no, wondering. No, that, what, that's how he the, it got out. His boy. You know, what was his boy doing fucking watching some gay porn? Now, now, now <laughs> I'm going to ask you a few things. That makes you... Can you just imagine, too, that that was one of the boys he used to, quote-unquote, bang with him by banging, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean Glock towards a uh, fucking rival gang, but more like bang, like unprotected fucking savagery, fucking a little bit of a butt-naked wrestling. Oh, fuck. He's, he's like, he's like, we only did this. Huh? Why is the video of you niggas doing this shit to two randoms? I don't even know them. I never sucked them off. Why are you? Yo, and this dude, friend. this dude would have been better off if he would have went with the whole, uh, what's the, um, gay for pay line when it, you have the mm-hmm. dudes that are married and they do the, the gay porn, but they're doing it for money. He would have been better off saying that. Cause at least a part of society accepts that, but him just saying that, Oh no, I got drugged. I, I, I forgot about it until y'all reminded me about it. And then I was like, no, that ain't me. But Oh, I, I do remember a porno, but I don't remember what happened. I never asked to see the footage of the porno that I was in. And I was wondering why my booty hole was sore, but I thought that was just the side effects from the vodka they gave me. Yeah, I thought that shit was a training fucking coach. As a matter of fact, I think all my coaches since I was a little boy told me that my booty hurt will, will hurt real good if ever I got a good training in. So I figured the more my booty hurt, the more I was ready. So, night, night. yeah, night, night. Keep your butthole tight. Oh, damn shame, Papa. Um, speaking of keeping buttholes tight um, from mm-hmm. rigor mortis because you're dead. That was an interesting segue. Bang, bang. Uh, You're trying to quote the guy? (laughs) No, this is just in, Popo. Uh, Processed meats cause cancer? Oh, yes. Tell me ain't so. Tell me ain't so. Apparently, well, I mean... we, we, all right, first off, when this broke off a few days ago, fucking stocks had fucking plummeted. Like, motherfuckers are, are straight up saying all red meat and fucking processed shit is bad. Quit eating meat. Y'all niggas gonna die. Now, that's very much the case as far as just, I mean, technically, I mean, meat's not the best shit for us. I mean, fucking milk ain't even freaking really good for us. It just fucking fans us up like cows, truly. Milk is actually not supposed to be drunk by adult mammals. Yes. Yes, and it's in the same fucking shit. In the same, I mean, I mean, meat's, meat's gonna be bad as stuff, but even if it's fucking processed and Lord knows whatever fucking sort of concoctions to to give you a fellow or to make you hangry or whatever the fuck is gonna do to you, like it was just never good. But now they just, I don't know how the fuck they just came up with some fucking uh, 
because because every in every fucking article that I read about this, it still talks about how there's no direct link yet. It make it may cause it. Says what? Fifty grams of processed meat a day, and which is less than two slices of bacon, increased the chance <laughs> increased the chance of developing correctal cancer by eighteen percent. Meanwhile, red meats uh, were probably carnogenic. Um, there was limited evidence. The WHO or the what is it? The World Health, yeah, the World Health Organization oh, yeah. did stress that meat also has health benefits. But um, protein, we can get the shit in beans or whatever the fuck else. But see, yeah, but it did definitely. I mean, it just. I mean, honestly, anything that ain't fucking natural is honestly fucking gonna be bad for you. And all this shit Whoa. that we fucking put inside of us. And they did. I'm gonna share this footage. They did two fucking charts where they got sausage and hot dogs, bacon and salami or processed meats that do cause cancer, and then red meats, including pork, beef, and lamb, probably cause cancer. So, um, it's a damn shame, Papo. Um, Because if it's one thing I like, it's um, bacon and white women. So, uh, can't take those from me. True Muslim. Can't take those from me. Now, and I was going to say, too, because they said that uh, eating, what did you say, like 50 grams of fucking bacon, really two strips of fucking bacon each day, it can give you fucking cancer. But mind you, anything that's going to be fucking greasy that comes, it ain't even about shit being too fucking unclean. It's just the fact of, you know, it does what it does to the fucking body. So it's not going to be fucking good. I mean, shit, being in the sun too fucking long can also give you cancer. So, I mean. You know what? I Honestly, at the end of the day, fucking the air we breathe is killing us. Um, one, uh, like a couple of factors that people don't take into consideration as you're going through your day-to-day life out breathing in this beautiful free oxygen is um, we are sucking in the pollution from gasoline from planes flying in the air. Uh, we're breathing in brake dust. We're breathing in all kinds of chemicals and all kinds. Everything is fucking killing you. So, actually, I, I, I wanted to ask you really quickly, mm-hmm. and forgive me if you just had the fucking most awesome segue, but I got an actual question. Do you remember 19th Ave? And it's been a minute because I know you've been living on the east east side for a minute, but do you remember 19th Ave? All right, well, 19th Ave and like what? Just, just, just think 19th Ave from fucking okay. from the south to you. So imagine you're trying to get on the freeway from the south side. You just go up 19th Ave, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not too sure if it's waste management or if it's some kind of fucking, some kind of plant that's out there um, along 19th Ave. Yeah, I forget what it is. I want to say waste management, but some other fucking shit too, because they pump something in the fucking, out in the, in the air. But anyways... There was always, uh, and I, I don't know if, if you're too, maybe too old for, to, to, to have such folklore, but you know, kind of like when you go under a bridge, supposedly, if you hold your breath and, you know. No, you I know exactly it. what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So on 19th Ave, though, there's a shit to where it's just, it just smells like fucking straight up garbage. And usually that's when motherfuckers talk shit and say, that's how you know you're in the South Side because you fucking smell that fucking <laughs> shit. Anyways, so there's uh, a thing to where I'd fucking hold my breath. As I'm fucking entering the shit so that hopefully I can make it, you know, across, I don't know, from Buckeye to Broadway, hold my breath and shit, thinking either I'm not going to breathe in the fucking gas or, hey, I get a fucking wish out of it, right? 
And to yeah. fucking think that and you're right, because in the natural ass air that we're that we fucking breathe in has all these fucking chemicals. So imagine being by a fucking plant. It's like you're taking a major fucking bong rip. You're fucking holding the bitch in there, and then even then, did you, my nigga? Because even even then, if you're fucking cheating yourself and you still take a little inhale or whatever the fuck, motherfucker, you just swallow all that goddamn toxic, all the good air that you could have. You fucked yourself because you're damn near fucking passed out, <laughs> taking a breath of all the I don't know of the polluted, polluted shit. And I don't know. You did. And that just you made me think that shit. So. Goddamn shame. So that's why I say um, live every night like it's your last. Because uh, why the fuck not? You know. Why I smoke? Why I fuck uh, without protection? You just you gotta live live life on the edge. <laughs> Yo, and shouts out to Sam Kennison who has one of my favorite lines, and it's the whole uh, "If you what is it? If you're going to miss heaven, why do it by two inches?" Let's have fun out in this bitch. <laughs> now, speaking of people having, yeah. If you're going to miss heaven, why do it by two inches? Like, ball out. Miss that motherfucker by a lot. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you got to pray five, you got to pray five times a day and you, instead of getting foe in, just, yo, say that time, yo. <laughs> <laughs> say that time, nigga. We ain't making it. It ain't that day. It ain't today. So, and uh, speaking of living life to the fullest and to the end of a eternity, um, came across and actually shouts out to motherfucking Trav Lord from the East Coast cast who shared yeah. this on Facebook. <clears throat> and um, this is the craziest story I've ever come across on the internet, Papo, and I think it's only right, uh, because uh, you actually, you have not heard this story about the strippers and the trip to Florida, have you? Yes, usually it's to Vegas. No, sir, I have not. Yeah, normally the fear and loathing is in Vegas, but seems like it's heading over to Florida now, Papo. And uh, I'm going to share this beautiful bean footage over here. Is it and, the uh, Cubans? Maybe it's the Cubans. Maybe they're the ones that's uh, fucking everything up. Um, not quite certain. But uh, I want you all to meet. I'm going to share the screen here. I want you all to meet Isaiah King, who's uh, on Twitter, known as underscore Zola R. Moon. And um, she tweeted out on October 27th a very interesting and long, uh, pre-warn you guys now, this is a long story, but uh, you got to hear this. Um, she tweeted out a story about a uh, incident that happened, and she wanted to uh, essentially let everybody know what was going down. Now, um, she posts this picture, as you can see here. It says, uh, y'all want to hear a story about why me and this bitch here fell out. Kind of long, but full of suspense. Okay, listen up. This story's long. And just to let you guys know, she did this on Twitter. So oh, this Lord. story she's telling is in 140 characters at a time. This is in real time? Is there some grammatical errors? I'm sure we're going to have to read over. Oh, yeah. It's, it's some grammatical errors in there scattered around. But uh, we'll, we'll get to those. Okay. So uh, she says, uh, and, and we'll do this. Uh, you, you got the article up, right? Yes, sir. We'll do this. I'll read. Uh, I'll read two screenshots. You read two screenshots. We'll go back and forth like that. So, okay. Um, says, uh, okay. Listen up. This story long. So I met this white bitch at who? Who was a white bitch? <laughs> I was Don't her waitress. Bitch. 
That's right, her- nigga. You wait on this white woman. <laughs> so, I was her waitress. She came in with this old ass, big ass black dude. So, you know, as a Hooters girl, we have to talk to our customers. So I sit with them and we get to talking and she tells me she dances. So I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, yes, bitch. Oh, yeah, that was me. I was getting all excited. No? <laughs> well, I'll read two and then I'll have you because it's okay. a lot of screenshots. Uh, it says, you uh, you, what's up? you own three. I'm just saying. Keep going. Wait, no, what? Oh, no, no. Two of the, not the two oh, uh, pages. Yeah, oh, two Jesus. of the pages. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you'll see. This is a long story. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Nigga, go with some reading. Because the listeners better be excited. All right. Go ahead. Stretch out and uh, enjoy the story, y'all. So, so you know, as Hooters girl, we have to talk to our customers. So I sit with them and we get to talking and she tells me she dances. So I'm like, Ooh. oh, yes, bitch, me too. Then she tells me this hulking black man is her sugar daddy. And I'm like, oh, yes, bitch, my sugar daddy at home. I feel it. I feel it. So we vibing over our hoism or whatever, and we exchange numbers. And we like, next time you dance, hon, I'm going to come dance with you. And then they leave. So the next day, I get a text like, bitch, let's go to Florida. And I'm like, huh? She's like, I'm going to dance in Florida. Let's go. Now, I'm skeptical. Like, damn, bitch, we just met. And we already taken hope trips together. But I had to. But I had went to Florida two months prior and made $15,000. So, low-key, I was down. So, I was like, okay, I'll go. Who's all going? And when we leaving? All this bitch says is, be ready by eight. So, I call her. That bitch is down to go. So, I left off a bag and a fucking full of douches, fucking cum rags, and goddamn. I'm ready to go. I got the baby wipes in the backseat. Let's do this. Hmm. Now, uh, she says, so I call her like, bitch. I said, who's all going? And she says, my boyfriend and our roommate. And my roommate has a place in Tampa. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'll be ready. So I pack my baddest stripper wear and I'm ready. Now my nigga did not want me to go. And I'll let you take it from now. Uh, so he was so hurt. Uh, but I had to fuck him to calm him. And then I left like a real hoe. Now, when I got in the car, it was a while. What? Oh, it was a white boy who I guess it was her boyfriend and this hulking black guy. Not the same one. So I texted. Not the same black guy that she met earlier. This is a completely different black guy now. She just be hanging with a bunch of Hulk niggas. And uh, so I could understand why she's a little bit perplexed. Says no, I text her on the slick while I was in the back seat. Like another sugar daddy, you you got what? You got a type, bitch. And the black dude had her down phone, so he starts laughing and he goes, "I'm using her GPS. No, uh, what? I'm not an SD, South Dakota or sick. No, dick? no, uh, sugar oh, daddy. Oh, I'm not a sugar daddy. Okay, I've known her and her dude for eight years. We all live together." So Jessica, the white bitch, pulls into the side and is like, we're going to be at the club all night. The room, this room for Jared, um, not just, what? Oh, uh, not us. Don't even trip. Oh, well, well, fucking the plot thing. What do you mean? Not yeah, for I, us. I, and I told you there was going to be some uh, grammatical errors and all that in there. So, okay. yeah. So I was like, yeah, bitch. Okay. But trust, I am not laying my head here. So we leave our shit at the motel with Jared and head to the club. I said, so we working. It was, it was, it was king of slow. It was early Friday night. The club had hella rules, which I'm not used to. I'm a full new type of bitch. 
Uh, but this club required pasties and boy shorts and all this other shit, whatever. So after making $800, I was ready to go. Like, that's it, bitch? Over some $800? Are we doing two of these things or one of these things? Yeah, yeah, take another one. Okay, and I already lost what the hell I was at. Oh, wait, I got it up. Uh, she was talking to some dude, okay. trying to yeah. talk him out of his wallet, and they had changed numbers. So I was like, call your man. I'm ready. She calls the black dude. I'm like, hmm, that's not your man, but okay. So I'll pull her to the side before he pulled up, like, what's up with your roommate? And she was like, we're really, really close. Before I met Jared, I was with him. He was taking care of me. I was like, oh, well, I don't need that taking care of me in stripper language. Uh, stripper language means that's her pimp. So I was like, does Jared know? And she goes, of course not. Strike one. <laughs> So then she goes, I didn't make anything tonight. What you made because he going to ask. I said, um, oh, that's not y'all's business. Just chill. So he pulls up. And as soon as we get in, he goes, what y'all make? We said at the same time, nothing. So he goes, damn, my girl said she had a bad night, too. We finna go pick her up. His fiance, who lives down there. Also, we go to pick her up and he goes, nobody made shit. Y'all want to trap? Trap and stripper lingo means trick. So Jessica goes, Hell yeah, you got some claims? <laughs> this bitch is pouting. Oh man. And she's like, uh, she's like, I'm in the back on mute. He was like, You can get some. So Jess is like, Yeah, I need a trap. But Jared is at the room and he goes, I wasn't punt y'all in that shithole that was for him, not y'all. Damn, this nigga was on the sneak, is what it sounds like. Sneak pimping. I feel bad for the white boy. I feel bad for the racist white boy. Oh, I mean, he could have been two boy. races. Poor white oh, boy. Poor she, white she goes, boy. I'm still quiet. We pull up to a nice-ass hotel on the other side of town, and he goes, I'll get the clients together and text you off of this. Uh, he hardened it. He handed her a trap phone, which I'm guessing is a burner. So I'm, uh, so I am mind blown at this point. So then we get to the room, nice as fuck, just me and Jess, and I start going off. Bitch, you got me fucked up. I'm not about to play with you, ho. I'm going home. She started crying, and she's like, "I don't want to take this trip alone." Or I didn't want to take the ship alone. So please don't leave me. I will be so scared alone. Typical crybaby shit. Now, she was fucking sobbing, and I'm like, okay, OMG, really? Now I'm really, what? Oh, so now I'm feeling bad for the hoe. She goes, you can just check the guys in. He's not going to force you to trap. I said, oh, bitch, I know he not killed. What? I know what? I know he not. I kill dead ass kill, y'all. Ver what? Verbatism? Verbatim. Verbatim. That's all the bitch said. Verbatim. Oh, bitch. I know he not killed, did as kill y'all. Verbatim. Uh, verbatim, bitch. <laughs> so she cleans herself up and there's a knock at the door. I open the door and some fat white man goes, I'm here for the white girl. Bam. <laughs> so I check his. He wanted to make sure that bitch knew at the front, I am not here for your Negro ass. Let me see the white woman. With the wild oh. man. <laughs> so I check his pockets, take his wallet, and let him in. They start fucking right on the bed next to me. It was a fucking mess. A mess. So when they finished, he gave her $100. I said, Jess, you selling pussy for $100? Pussy is worth thousands. You tripping. 
She goes, I don't make the prices. The prices are already discussed before they come in. So I was like, bitch, no. If you're going to do this, do it right. So I took some pics of her and put them on Backpage, along with a trap phone number with a minimum of $500. The phone starts blowing up. I was like, see, bitch, I got you a nigga coming up right now. Give him $500 for 15 minutes. He comes. I check him. They get uh, they get it in. He leaves. We're doing this all night. She fucked about 20 dudes and her sorry ass pimp only sent three of them. So oh, I'll let you take it from there. All right, so damn, that is a night. I don't know if I told you about this crazy Puerto Rican that I actually had uh, tricking on the side in uh, California. And she said some shit. So it takes a whole really be able to lay it down like this. Whoa. I almost want to give her kudos and uh, definitely a pap smear if I was a doctor. So, so no, was around. Real, real quick, I almost as a, a youngster walked into a uh, pimp life. I had a uh, chick that shows up and um, I was like, whoa, I'm not even in that life. But <laughs> damn, wait. Nigga, I will take it. Never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this finder's fees and everything, my dude. I'm just saying. Okay, but, just but saying. it goes... So around 6 a.m., Jared, who's a boyfriend, calls. She answers on speaker, and he's going off. Where the fuck are you and Zola? The club been closed. She goes, we want. We went to another strip because it was slow. So I'm Googling 24-hour clubs. Florida has a few. Trying to help her lie, and he is not having it. He's livid. He goes, if you, what? If you went home with a dude, you're dead. <laughs> Nigga, he just won. It was about 20 of them niggas. Damn. So he asked to see. Did you smell her breath? Mm. Nigga, I know it smells like some ethnic, ethical dick. Ethnic, eth- multi-ethnic dick. <laughs> the Lord knows what the fuck is in there. I did smell like saliva from Somali. And I was oh. like, man, I'm going to end up killing these crazy white niggas tonight. So he starts cursing me out. Where are y'all? I know she's lying. Don't be a hoe like her, Zola. I said, I promise you, I am not. <laughs> And she wasn't. He hangs up on me, and that was it. Now we didn't hear from him for the what? Uh, for the rest of the night, we fall asleep. A few hours later, the black dude—I still don't know who his name is—comes up, and he's like, "How much y'all make last night?" Jess goes five hundred, five thousand, five hundred dollars. And I was like, "Why the fuck she telling the truth? <laughs> I pimped her, not him." Uh, so she goes, "What the fuck? How?" Uh, or no, he goes. Oh, I bet. Well, so he goes, "What the fuck? How? That's good, but I only sent you three clients." She goes, "Zola made me a back page." I was like, "Wow, wow, wow!" Much <laughs> exaggerating. Wow. Wow. Here we go. So he goes, you can do my job better than me. And I said, I was just helping her out. Um, IRDC. I don't know what that means. Uh, your clients I really don't were, care. Ah, I really don't care. Your clients were cheap. He started laughing. He goes, give me the money. She gave him all of it. And he goes, thanks, Zola. You a real one. And throws $500 at me. I put that shit right in my bra. <laughs> the fuck? He, the fuck? And Jess go goes what about me and he said you owe me rent jess you ain't uh you haven't paid in months i was like damn so we leave and head to jared and the raggedy motel because our shit was there as we pull up jared chilling outside smoking weed with some dude pay attention here we get out and walk up uh to them and jared goes here they go the pimp goes here uh here who go little nigga who this 
Jared starts laughing and was like, he was asking me who I was here with. And I said, my girl and her friends, that's all chill out. The guy Jared was talking to laughs and goes, I'll catch you later, man. Nice meeting you and leaves. He was a black guy with dreads, a Florida nigga. Cause you know, them Florida mm-hmm. niggas all, have you paid attention to the, I know you're not a sports guy, even though I think you have a bears shirt on. Yeah. I'm, I'm rather confused right now because you're not a sports guy. But, uh, yeah, n- niggas in the NFL, uh, half of them is from Florida, and they all got dreads. So just in case y'all didn't know that that stereotype, it's out there. I feel if y'all came from Gator Bills and there was all some kind of fucking Nazareth kind of motherfucking. That's what I assume. That's what I always see. Fucking big black dudes are fucking with, with dreads. I imagine they came from out there. Let my people go. Woo, floating nigga. So we, we all go up in the room and the pimp is going off on Jared. You don't know these niggas. I can't believe you told them uh, two bitches in here. That kind of sounds weird. Like, what's wrong with that? The two bitches in there. Was supposed to be all gay night fiesta? It was in Jared goes, he asked me why I was out here mad last night. All I said was my girl went to work with a friend and I ain't want her to. Now the pimp screaming. So that nigga know it's money up here now. Hell no, we gotta go now. Me yeah. and Tess are like some kind of scared, embarrassed, blushing emojicons. Uh, so we pack our shit and head out. Now we went to a nicer hotel about 20 minutes away. So the pimp was like, Zola, keep an eye on Jared. And I was like, oh shit, he on them pro- what? He, what? Oh shit, he then <laughs> promoted me to look out and shit. <laughs> and he leaves <laughs> to go back to his fiance at home. And Jared and fucking Jess uh, start arguing. It's so funny, too, really quickly. Uh, And I noticed this in older couples, and I guess it just starts there. But every time I see, like, old white couples, like, they have the same fucking first letter of each other's name. Like, they have (laughs) Jared, Jessica, fucking Riley and Rachel. Like, I don't know. They get married so long they start looking alike and shit. Probably that, too. But I just, I don't know if it's just the white thing or if it's just coincidence that people just do that and they call it fate and they end up marrying each other, putting up with each other's shit for 20 years because their fucking names are the same letter. Anyways, I he think was it's like, a lot of white people marry cousins. Wait, that was, that was stereotypical, too. No, continue. Uh, that, that makes sense. Still, Florida. So he was like, I know you was trapping Jess. Oh, shit. So Jared was saying this. He was like, I know you was trapping Jess. I saw the back page ad ho. And he shows her a screenshot and was like, oh, shit. Here we go. I mean, here we go. <laughs> so he starts crying like a bitch. I was like, wow. Bitch. He's like, I thought you were done with this. I didn't come to Florida for this. You messy. Then he turns to me and goes, this what you came here for, Zola? I said, hell no. Jerry, she low-key set me up. I'm not fucking with y'all after this. He goes, wow, you even set up your friend. You such a hoe. So they arguing for hours. I leave and go down to the pool. I mean, I'm in Florida. So my man calls me. I lied and said everything was okay. I didn't want him worrying. Um, I had a nice dinner and then the pimp calls the trap phone. I answer and he's like, since you madame and shit, do the shit again tonight. But set up out calls only because his motel too nice to trap out of. I was like, cool, I got you, especially for another $500. So I go up to the room and he told Jess to get ready. Jared goes, what the fuck again, bitch? No. I said, Jared, calm down, please. This white nigga starts punching himself. Oh, like God. crazy people do, dog. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, Lord. So he goes, 
if you do this again, Jess, I will kill myself. I love you too much. And I was like, this nigga lost in the sauce and his bitch lost in the game. She <laughs> said, I wouldn't be saying it again. You're so beautiful. I was like, this nigga lost in the sauce and his bitch lost in the game. Ooh, the game is drizzling and it's full of STDs. So I said, Jared, sit the fuck down. Jess, come on so I can take some pics. It's already 10 o'clock. Y'all playing. So I'll make her uh, a fresh ad. He goes, uh, we come out in the bathroom. I did her hair and makeup and shit real nice. And Jerry goes, everybody knows you're a hoe now. Fuck you. I want to go home. What a white bitch. And, she, and she's like, I said, huh? He throws his phone at her and, and it's her Facebook. A status of both ads. Her mom is on there going off on the comments. Oh, Lord. They want you involved Facebook. The plot thickens. Oh, and all the family see. Jessica starts bawling. Oh, my God. My mom had my, my daughter this week. How could you? She on the floor literally breaking down. And I was like, scared face. What the fuck emoji? <laughs> so Jessica calls the pimps. Oh, calls the pimp and tells Jerry just put everything on Facebook. My whole family sees. <laughs> the pimp goes, I told you to watch him. Literally five minutes later, it's the pimp banging at the door. He comes in with his fiance this time and snatches Jared up by the neck. Ooh. He wasted no time. <clears throat> He goes, I should really kill your ass. Jared is dangling off the ground crying. Please, don't please. Low key, I'm crying. The fiance pulls out a handgun, y'all. She goes, you want me to, bae, or what? Fuck him. He did our girl so wrong. I was like, oh my fucking God. So now Jess steps in. She's like, please don't. Just beat his ass, Z. I was like, oh, his name's Z. Okay, got it. So he puts him down. Z goes, now I'm going to kill his manhood, though. So he sits on the bed next to his fiance. He goes, sit in front of me, Jared. He does. Still crying. He goes, delete the post and give me your phone. He did. Then he goes, come here, Jess. I was so lost. His fiance unbuckled his pants and Jess gets on her knees and starts sucking his dick in front of Jared and I. I was like, yo. <laughs> oh my god he goes he, he then gets up and starts fucking Jess from the back Jared just sitting there I'm standing with my mouth on the floor probably as dirty that bitch's jaw now this so the fiance right next to him uh with a gun in her lap and I was like damn and then he gets up and says go clean up Jess you gotta work Ooh, and he, he just looks at Jared and says any questions Jared says, I want to go home. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I couldn't help it. And Z goes, nah, I'm going to spend the night with my girl. So you going to take Jess to her out calls. I was like, damn, like that's fucked, bro. And he goes, Zola, got the clients and addresses so y'all can take her. And him and his fiance leave. The room is silent for the next 30 minutes. Swear. The first client calls and says he's ready. So Jared takes us. Z left a handgun. Oh, Z left a handgun, but told me not to tell them. He slid it to me on the slick. He texted the trap phone like, I'm trusting you with my bitch, Zola. If anything goes left, use it. I was like, what? Nigga, I can't. <laughs> So anyway, Jared took us to about four clients and then the phone was slow. 
me and Jared were in the car together while she was working. So we start having a deep convo. He really wasn't a bad dude, but he was bipolar, very bipolar. So I understood his outburst a little more. So we head back to the hotel and I forget. I'm assuming uh, I, yeah, forget, I forget, I forget I what the last forget. This one last call, late as fuck, and the client says, I got 5000 but I want two bitches. I said, oh, sorry, we only have one. The client goes, well, I got 2000 for one, but it's four dudes, and we only do end calls. I was like, wow, what? So I text Z and told him. He was like, hell yeah, tell him come on. So I set it up. Then last minute, the client goes, actually, out call is fine and gives me an address. So we get in the car and head to the address. Jess goes, it's four of them. Can you just wait in the hall, please? I was like, bitch, I come on. So we head up to the room (laughs) number they give and Jess knocks. A dude goes, who is it? And she says, in call, the door flings open fast as fuck. Oh, shit. And two big black dudes snatched Jess. Bitch, I ran so goddamn fast. I couldn't even <laughs> see straight. I was out. Fuck that. Oh, I'm guessing two more of these fucking Hulk bastards. So it says, I run out of the car. It's gone. I'm screaming, Jared. Jared. Nigga from Subway. This fool gone. So I call him still running. He was like, y'all done? I said, bitch, Z told you to never leave us. Where are you? He's like, I'm at the gas station. I was thirsty. I thought she was going to be a minute. I'm still running, laughing my ass off. Don't know where I'm going. I'm like, they snatched her, dude. Come get me. I'm calling the police. He pulls up a minute later and is like, don't call the police. Call Z. And I was like, Z gone beat everybody's ass. He wasn't supposed to leave. He's like, well, you have the gun. If you call the cops, you're done too. I was like, shit, you right. So I called Z and told him what happened. Z is livid, and he's uh, and his deep African accent comes out. I couldn't even Ooh, understand mother- him on the phone. I was like, man, we did. You with this shit, Murafuka, I left you bitches for two minutes. Four dudes, four nuts. What it took a minute. Oh, shit, son. Oh, I lost my Oh, shit, Because so Z pulls up. And then in the next. Oh, um, is like, let's go. I said, um, I'm going to stay here. Y'all go. He goes, I'm not in the mood right now. Come the fuck on. So we all go. Me and Jared on the side of the hall where you can't see. And Z knocks on the door. Man goes, who is it? Z goes, where my bitch, man? Jessica screams. And the voice says, ain't no bitch in here, bruh. I was oh. like, oh, my God. Z goes, open the door. Guess who opens the door? The nigga with dreads that Jared was smoking with at the rundown motel. Remember, she said, oh. pay attention, dog. I was like, yo. So he goes, come in and check to Z. Z motioned for us to stay hidden. Thank God. So he goes in a room and dreadhead there by himself right now. Z sits on the bed with his strap out and goes, where's she at, man? Greg goes, well, since you, since she wants to still work for my girls, she clearly wants to be here with us. We still don't see Jess. So Z goes to the closet and busts the door in, and she in there, tied up, knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Dreads goes, I got 20K for her right now, man, and all is forgiven. 
he said, we made more than 20K this weekend alone. Get out of here. Fuck, this nigga was maybe thinking about it. He's like, so Dread goes, so my dude's downstairs, not going, just let you walk out with her like that. And Z said, we'll see. Mind you, I can barely see. I'm around the corner, so I just hear uh, what? So I just hear everything. Next thing I know, I hear some shuffling, and gun goes off once again. I take off. Take a flash, <laughs> nigga. I'm gone. Ooh, nigga, so fast as ones you see in the fucking tournaments, Africans. But I look down, and y'all through the what? I, but I look down. What? I look down the hall through the back. Jerry wasn't far behind, and then we went. Uh, what? We went look behind us, and Z is running. With with Jess over his shoulder, God dang, fucking King Kong status or Donkey Kong status, <laughs> and he goes, gigabit, nigga, nigga, shit on some HD, and he goes, <laughs> he throws Jess in the car and hops in the driver's seat. I hopped on with him, and Jared hopped in the other car, and we get the fuck on. I'm crying. I said, what the fuck happened? He goes, this nigga reached for his piece. I shot him in the face, man. I was like, oh my god, and oh we go god. back to our hotel, packed our shit, and checked out. We went to Z and his fiance's condo. Nice as fuck, by the way. <laughs> Jess is up now, and she tells us what happened. Apparently, they recognized her from the motel and set her up, clearly. And once they snatched her, they told her to trap for them, and she said no. So they beat her ass. That's what Z interrupted when he knocked, so they knocked her out. I was like, I really got to go home, y'all. Sorry to kill the mood, but I can't take no more of this. Garrett was like, same. Z's fiance same was... <laughs> same z's i'm so ready to bounce uh yo his bitch has been like ran through by like 28 niggas at this point in the I story count. god damn that her breath must smell like new jersey god oh god it's real toxic oh um z's <sighs> fiance was in the kitchen counting money dog just like a rich hoe so z was like everybody gotta uh get some sleep i gotta get rid of this talking about the gun so he leaves we all try to get some sleep. The next morning, he comes in with tickets for me and Jared. Jared goes, I'm not leaving Jess here. Not after last night. She has a daughter and needs to come home. He was like, nah, we making money. I was Ooh. like, whoa, with a black eye and busted lip and some Florida niggas looking for y'all. Y'all still trying to trap crazy. I was like, well, I'm ready. So Jess goes, it'll be okay, Jared. I'll be home in three days. Jared started with that punching himself <laughs> shit again. And I was like, I'll be home in three days after about 88 more niggas done been this through this. Motherfucker. I'm, dude, your, her ass will gonna be torn the fuck up. You better just, you better might as well punch your dick because it, it ain't gonna work for you, brother. How many curtains is like, how many curtains just dangling? Just Fucking some Arby's me. I think this bitch is smuggling <laughs> something. He goes, Jerry goes, come with me or I'm killing myself. So he was like, ugh, not this shit again. I'll be in the car. Y'all two hurry up. So Jared is literally breaking down. You ever seen someone hysterically crying? It's intense. And Jess trying to calm him. I'm at the door ready. Jared randomly stops crying instantly like some movie shit and goes, so you aren't coming? Just said, no, Jared, I can't. This nigga, Jared, runs towards their balcony and jumps. I swear to God. Bible. He fucking jumped. I screamed so loud. My heart stopped. Jess runs towards the balcony. This nigga Jared was hanging. <laughs> he didn't fall all the way. He was stuck by his pants, thank God. He goes, we were only on the fourth floor, but still, he would have died. And it was a good drop. So Jess helped him. And I'll call Z laughing my fucking ass off, still crying. 
I was like, Jared is stuck. He tried to jump off your balcony. He was like, what is wrong with this nigga? Families live here, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Sad emoji, dead emoji. So I came up, helped get him, slapped the fuck out of him, uh, slapped, wait. So Z came up, helped get him, slapped the fuck, the fuck out of, of him, literally, and physically guided him to the car. Jess comes out and goes, I swear I didn't set you up, Zola. I never intended for you to trap. That's why you didn't. I hope we could be friends after. Oh, God. I looked at her like she was speaking, like she wasn't speaking English and said, I'm not going to beat your ass right now because you already in bad shape. But I bet not ever see or hear from you again. And she walked away. He literally buckled Jared's seatbelt, laughing my fucking ass off, and we went to the airport. Bear with me. It's almost over. When we landed in Detroit, my man picked us up. We both looked horrible, so washed up and tired. My man was like, who is this white boy, and what's wrong with y'all? I said, babe, neither of us are the same. Just take him to his car and take me home. So we dropped Jared off, and on the way home, I told him everything. He couldn't even speak, honestly. Check us out. The, what this the last four tweets okay there goes i i get a collect call four days later from a jail in las vegas it's fucking jessica <laughs> and she goes we got caught trapping in vegas we all got arrested <laughs> i said oh why are you calling me and she goes z was wanted for kidnapping 15 underage girls and is linked to six murders including florida i said florida murder you have the wrong number. She screams, ask Jared to bail me out. He won't answer my collect calls. I said, Jared, you really have the wrong number. I hung up and called Jared. And he goes, yeah, I heard. It's on the news. He's a huge trafficker. I found out later that Jessica and his fiance played victim and said they were forced. And Z, whose name I can't pronounce, was an African man and was wanted literally everywhere. He got sentenced to life. Now here, Jess is back in Detroit with her mom and baby. And that's the end of that. Now, she says, if you stuck with that whole story, you are hilarious. And she shows um, these pictures I'm going to share on the screen. She says, people still saying I'm lying. Bitch, where does our location say? At the strip club, getting ready. Where? And so that has the location somewhere on here. That's, I don't a, bad, that's a bad little white bitch, though. It's definitely something that you could tell just takes a lot of dick and just the tires don't wear or maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> you and then they said they told me to take Jared's Facebook down because y'all going to harass the poor boy. This is him and his new boo, though. Um, found her ass. Jessica, pregnant again, new family, I guess. Cute. Everything is Z and the fiance going off her shit, obviously. Wow. Wow. I never read so much on Twitter before. <laughs> so now, of course, everyone um, is trying to find out if this is a true story. Um, it was very detailed. She showed pictures and all kinds of things. And um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it came off it like how she was speaking came off very realistically, like the grammatical errors and a lot of that shit and just the emojis and the whole shit. And so I, I mean, will it, say if she made this up, 
um, somebody give her an Emmy or some. This is a new form of art. If this is fake and this is fantastic, I I fucking love it. I just I don't know about a fucking Emmy because the bitch can't even fucking spell. But did she fucking have us hooked though? I want to say yeah. Fucking and why she put herself like on that on blast? I don't know. I don't fucking know. But damn, Jessica was giving off for a hundred dollars a pop. Ain't that some shit? So, she, uh, she at least put her pimping game on. Shit, she got to be supervisor, manager. I know. Okay. And a specialist. So uh, make sure y'all uh, follow her. She has deleted the tweets um, since it blew up and went viral, but she is still currently on Twitter, and you can follow her at underscore Z-O-L-A-R moon and uh, show her some love because, uh, like I said, either that was the greatest story ever told or the greatest story ever written. Either way, <laughs> I bless that it. woman. I was gonna say, I mean, let her know that I beat you in podcast sent you to her. <laughs> tell, tell you. We, we gotta, we gotta add her, Billy. Y'all gotta gotta come to Arizona, bring some of the more white bitches with you. You dig? Fucking insanity. So Shit. I can't call it. So uh, on that note, Popo, I think we can move over to some music and pop culture news. Ooh, does that sound right? Ooh. Pop rap. Oh, pop rap. I told you, leave me alone. Let me get my nigga shit up, man. 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 Let me get my Black China, wasn't she Tigger's baby mama? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, so, her, that's the only way I found out who the heifer was. I never knew who she was before that. So, so and and this is this is a funny thing that most um most women get upset about, especially if they get left for someone who has kids. And not to say that kids are baggage, but I mean it's an you know, it's an obstacle that bigger motherfuckers who planted the seed didn't want to deal with. So why the fuck would yo ass want to come in and take care of this shit? So I laugh that future, you know, being how he is, him having baby mamas. Like, is that what kind of makes it okay? Like, shit, I already got a bunch of baby mamas and kids. I ain't really paying attention to them. <laughs> what, what's what's the, what's the, what's going to hurt having another bitch with some old kids? I don't know. It ain't going to hurt nothing. But uh, your girl, Black China, um, kind of caught a L this week because um, she's the one who put the info out. And she went as far as getting the name Future tattooed on her hand. Oh, no. Yes, indeedy. Now, um, she took she um, she got the tattoo, had it on her hand. And then the very next day. Your boy Future uh, tweeted that uh, he was living his life and uh, single than a motherfucker. So, yeah, not even 24 hours after she showed her love and affection by showing that man's rap name tattooed on her hand, he came out and said that he was not uh, married or he um, they are not saying each other that he's single. So Black China is now trying to convince the world that her future tattoo is not real and that it's just a Sharpie drawing 
And um, her friends went as far as posting the video on Snapchat last Wednesday night where they had Black China written on their hands in Sharpie and then asked for followers to do the same in solidarity. So that's nice. What the fuck's that going to do? But thank you, TMZ, because TMZ ain't got time for the bullshit. TMZ obtained a set of photos that showed Future's tattoo artist Steve Weeby inking the couple together several weeks ago just as... TMZ have first reported. We're told China is pretending the tattoo never existed because she hurt. She's hurt after Future publicly humiliated her by tweeting his single status. China was under the impression they've been dating exclusively for over a month. The rapper, go be exclusive. Oh, you silly, silly girl! Um, for the most songs ain't even exclusive. You hear about a bunch of million mixtapes. You think your ass gonna be exclusive? <laughs> Oh, nigga, I heard them beats before, nigga. Yo, <laughs> fucking... This I know you paid the least price right now. Get the fuck out of here. This is why you need to at least make sure the nigga claims you in public before you uh, tattoo the nigga's name. And you know what's sad, too, is, like, that's not his real name, but that's his son's real name. So, really, you just tattoo the nigga's son's name on your hand? Mm-hmm. I bet you, you feel real... But you feel real stupid. Yo, let, let me ask you something. Now... When it comes to... And are you on FB, by the way? Oh, no. Let me bring it up. Uh, okay. Well, I guess it shouldn't matter. But I wanted to ask, because apparently this is a big old deal. So this is one pussy faggot motherfucker that that uh, he's bugging my girl all the time, right? And I know his ass, and I just haven't had the fucking opportunity to beat his ass, but he's just a little fucking talker, right? Yeah. So one of his little things that he bitches about is saying that I ain't for real, because apparently I don't put it on Facebook. Are are we to believe that the only way for you to claim something is to put it on fucking Facebook? It's only real if you put it on Facebook. That's the only way it's real, Papa. That's some bullshit, though. How gay is that? I mean, forgive me for saying gay in such a fucking vulgar way, but how fucking just retarded. Fucking, uh... You put your... Put yourself on blast on Facebook. I allow you to do that. That's what you do. That's what hoes do. I don't know. And it kills me because uh, shouts out to the people who put their whole like life like on like Facebook. Like, like you you ain't got to put all that on there. Like you keep some of that to to yourself. <laughs> Cause you know, I, this is this is the point where I kind of get lost about on social media. Cause sometimes I feel like there's something very genius inside of me, and either I want to fucking share it because I want others to relate, or I'm like, okay, no, I got to keep this to myself because fuck everyone else, and why am I going to give this intellectual property to some other? You know, so I don't know. I, I get very lost in that. I think that's what fucking puts me in this fucking uh. Um, What's the word? Like a limbo state in between fucking having something and not having something because I'm like, I hate the fuck. I don't know. I hate so much. I just hate I dig it. I dig that, Papo. I dig it. You know what I think you need um, in your life? I think. I need a good word. I need some, I, some faith. You can give me some commandments. I, I, I think you need a little Slim Jesus in your life, yo. Because, oh, uh,. Slim Jesus, similar to Bobby Shmurda, has uh, during, or I guess, um, like I said, he's the uh, white chocolate version of Bobby Shmurda. And um, Slim Jesus uh, wants to let y'all know that he got 10 commandments that uh, y'all motherfuckers need to live by. 
And um, I'm all for it, yo, Papo. I'm I'm all motherfucking for it. So uh, let's see. Ten commandments, boys. like the holy crack commandments, like the holy motherfucking I'm Slim Jesus. You shall follow my word type shit. Oh. That's what he talking about. Nigga, that's some rubo. That's a bold statement. Nigga, trying to tell me to take the goddamn Pepsi challenge. <laughs> now, can you see the screen? You see that? Yeah, I see that. I see right, your so mouse. Let's see what this nigga talking about. This is we got a video. I'm gonna cut out here with hot new hip hop, and these are my ten commandments to live by. Let's get pause. It. Pause. Real quick. Off the jump, off the fucking jump. Do we hear this soft little <laughs> spread of mayonnaise? This is Slim Jesus, and I have the fucking ten correct commandments. Oh, oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ba. Yo, I love me some Slim Jesus, yo. Wait, we gotta run that back so y'all can hear that in case y'all missed it. Here we go. The intro. This is Slim intro. Jesus in the cut out here with hot new hip hop, and these are my ten commandments to live by. Let's get it. Man, number one. Keep a good circle behind you, man. At the end of the day, they're going to be the ones that keep you up, man. Fuck a square. Number two, square. don't get stained. If you're going to buy something and you don't know what you're talking about, bring a homie with you that does because you're going to get stained and you're a goofy. I can't go. Number three, you're goofy. don't trust snakes, man. If he traded up on somebody else to be with you, he's going to trade up on you at the end of the day for a dollar, man. You can't go. Number four, oh. don't get caught lacking, period, any situation. Don't get caught lacking. Be ready. People going to try stupid stuff. Five. Don't depend on nobody else's grind to put food on your plate. You're going to go hungry at the end of the day, man. Everybody get lazy. Number six. Oh, don't bitch. sit fake lean. That ain't no real act splashing around in the cup. Mm-mm. Ain't no real lean. You're sipping robotussing. No act. Number what? seven. Don't fuck with broke thoughts. If you want to buy her dinner, that's on you. But we don't love these hoes. We ain't paying for nothing. Uh-uh. Number eight, don't come you. to the mall broke. You come to the mall with me and you ain't got no money. You ain't copping nothing. You are annoying. I can't go. Number nine, don't get catfished. This is 2015. Fat hoes look hot on Twitter. I need multiple camera angles. I can't go. Pull up to the oh. hotel room looking like a bag of potatoes. Uh-uh. Oh. Number 10. Don't trust yeah. anybody 100%. At the end of the day, whether it's five days down the road or it's five years, everybody got a motive and you will find out. Everybody got a reason. Oh, praise him. Praise Slim Jesus. Motherfucking white Jesus, y'all. White Jesus. There's a few that stood out to me. Definitely fucking with the broke thought. I mean, mm. if, if you're going to get caught, kind of like how you said, uh, if you're going to get caught fucking missing heaven by two inches, why, well, how, do, how does the saying go? Or uh, if you're going to miss heaven, why do it by two inches? Fucking A. Seriously, no broke thoughts. But he really had me on the, uh, fuck. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of fucking common knowledge mixed with fucking with, with a white wannabe gangster. Yeah, and as as much as I want to hate the kid, I can, yo. He's he's spitting that crack. He's spitting that truth. He's dropping that hot fire, yo. Oh shit! Jesus said he'd lead the way. He said he'd lead the way, yo. He, al- he also said his return was coming. I'm just saying, Jesus was what he was thirty when he came out with his ministry. When Jesus just getting started, I'm just. Uh-huh. He just getting started. He dropped his commandments early Old Testament style. Nigga, I'm going to drop these when I'm young, like these marinate for like 10 years. And I'm going to come back with some new laws, some new rules. Follow this. Yo, Slim Jesus is preparing the way, yo. Mm. Preparing the way. I'm scared. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know which way is up. What? 
comes down to that gravity. I don't I don't even know what it is, Papo. Yo, you know what's what's kind of funny and you had mentioned um see if I can fucking find the article. You had mentioned um I mean it's just us talking about music. I and you have your FB up? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna send you this fucking link. This is a guy. He's a an EMT. And uh, this motherfucker looks like a straight up fucking rapper. I'm gonna see if I can fucking share it. And if you wanna fucking pull it up, then you can. It's just fucking quickly. I think I thought this shit was Busta Rhymes. What the fuck look like an exhibit? Uh-huh. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, he looks like some kind of fucking reggaeton artist. He just look. He yes, he's something. Anyways, yeah, really quick. It's funny that uh, this guy, he's an EMT worker out in New York, and uh, he actually got um, was it pay with no was it uh, suspended with no pay because oh, he yeah. helped fucking uh, fucking help some seven year old fucking breathe, and because he wasn't called to fucking do that shit. Um, yeah, they're like, nigga, you weren't supposed to do that because it's liability technically. So, I mean, if you weren't fucking called to do a job and something happens, you can get turned up. So it's just funny that this fucking got caught up for saving this bitch's life, and uh, when they got, when they got him in this fucking picture, this nigga's already posing with the fucking the shades, like, like yeah, I'm 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 really out here saving lives. We're really out here, yo. I got my mitts tape in the passenger, yo. Come fuck with me. Yeah, when, you hear, when you hear the ambulance, when I be throwing my mixtapes out to the children, <laughs> give them the truth that they need. Yo, I turn that siren on so I can get through the motherfucking light. So I get you your CD in uh, 30 minutes of, of the shit is free, yo. That's how, I, that's how I push the shit in the streets, yo. Shit, man. Get, uh... Besides that, man, I don't have too much other hip-hop news. Um, supposedly, fucking uh, George Bush was, was caught up and they asked him about uh, about what he think of uh, Yeezus being president. Jesus. And he just made some kind of fucking just slow-ass comment about... He didn't think that he'd be able to do such a thing. That's fucking stupid nonsense. But they actually no, asked him. He, they asked him. Did did he call him Kanye or Conway? Because uh, I remember George Bush had a hard time pronouncing Kanye back in the day. That damn <laughs> Conway West. But uh, I think that's a perfect segue because uh, I think it's time for some news pop up or. Should I say election 2016? Is that shit still going on? Oh, that shit is on. I thought it was still going on. Fucking election 2016 is still going on. And your boy Donald Trump recently talked about a small loan that his father gave him to... Help them out, just you know, a little small loan. You know, little, we've all a quick little milli. Yeah, you know, we've we've all had you know small loans. You know, it ain't nothing, honestly. You talking about owning corporations? You try doing that with just one million dollars. You might as well be a fucking uh fucking a house. Was it house rich or fucking hood rich? You might as well. You motherfucking hood rich. He um says that um, his climb to the top of the business world hasn't been an easy one and depicted a $1 million loan from his father as small. My whole life really has been a no, and I fought through it. Trump said Monday at an NBC-sponsored town hall here. Um, it was not, it has not been easy for me. It has not been easy for me. I know I started off in Brooklyn. My father gave me a small loan of a $1 million. And um, they CNN politics shows the breakdown of this fucking the money when you break down with inflation, uh, how much his father gave him 
that one million in nineteen sixty eight will be the equivalent of if someone gave you six point eight million dollars nowadays. So um, that wasn't a small loan. And if that was a small loan, Donald Trump, I will say this and I'm look directly in the camera since that was a small loan loan, the IBHM podcast, um, um, six point eight million dollars, a small business loan, as you said, so we could continue to grow and build this brand. And uh, you can keep uh, two minorities out of uh, or you can keep me out of off the streets from selling drugs and you can help Popo get his green card because since he's brown, he probably he probably snuck over here. And I'll tell you this, though, I'll do you one better. If I can, I'll tell you where all of them are hiding. I'll point them out and I'll snitch right in front of a fucking live studio camera. But get yeah. tell the mask. Right, B. Get them all right, right B. Fucking, uh, it's a damn shame, yo. But, um, another thing that's a fucking shame going on with the whole, um, election is the GOP debates, uh, for the, the Republican debate, uh, was this last week and, um, wasn't as shocking and riveting, if you will, um, the the last the Republican debates wasn't just as great as, you know, the last one, because, you know, uh, the Republican debate has turned into like a reality TV show. Motherfuckers just arguing. And it's all about who's coming with that hot fire. But um, they um, they all went, you know, because they're trying to figure out who's going to win that vote to be the nominee for the Republican um, candidate, and so they all put out different things. They had, um, they did fat, or um, people came back, fat checked them. There was a lot of different facts that were incorrect. I'll let you guys look that up on your own time. But one thing that I thought was interesting is uh, the Republican Party is known to be fiscally responsible. Isn't that correct, Popo? They're known to be conservative. Tighten that belt. Ruin Jewy. Yeah, real Jewy. That's uh, how the Republicans like to uh, keep it. And so the Republicans, you know, um, have been uh, trying to get on the whole. We got to fix the economy. We got to do these different things. So, as you know, Democrats and actually Bernie Sanders, that's his whole platform right now is, you know, you tax that one percent a hell of a lot of money and that'll make up a lot of the money that we're missing down here. And Republicans are like, no, no, you don't tax the rich because that's where money comes from, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah. Those are the job creators. Now, they all put together tax plans of what they were going to uh, do to build and fix the economy. And um, things don't fucking add up, Popo, because uh, these Republican candidates' tax plans uh, cost trillions of fucking dollars. Oh, and uh, let's it go takes ahead and money to make some money. You know, it only takes you know uh, a few trillion to get out of debt. So uh, let's go ahead and shout out to the shout out to loan. <laughs> that's, that's a decent loan. So uh, shout out to uh, the Young Turks for this. Uh, oh, were you about to say something? Well. I, not that I was going to mention it, but there's um, and I forget what the, where the Modi is M O D I, but they actually are giving Africa a ten billion dollar um, credit line. So there's some more pipping going on. But anyways, keep going. <laughs> like, no, that's a fucking loan. Fucking word life. So uh, shouts out to Young Turds who provided this beautiful um, breakdown of this shit. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this for y'all real quick. 
At last night's CNBC debate, we had some actual accurate criticism of the various Republican candidates' tax plans. But it's very easy to get caught up in a big pile of numbers and stats and claims, so let's simplify it a little bit. Here is uh, estimates of how much each of the candidates' tax plans would cost. And bear in mind when you see these that these were generated by the Tax Foundation, which is a conservative organization. So we're using their numbers to give them the best shot at not horrifying everyone that, that casts their eyes on them. So here is a chart breaking down uh, that Donald Trump's would cost $10 trillion, which is lower than some of the other estimates I've seen. Bobby Jindal would cost $9 trillion with his new tax plan. Rick Santorum's, look, only $1.1 trillion. Uh, Jeb Bush, $1.6 trillion. Marco Rubio, $1 trillion. It's not a number you get to say that often in quick succession. So thank you to the Republican Party for putting together your tax plans. Now, there's only one candidate running for the GOP nomination for the presidency who does not cost something. It actually makes us money according to a conservative foundation's logic. The Tax Foundation says that Paul's plan, Rand Paul, would save the government $737 billion. However, Yo, citizens... I'm so confused because <clears throat> there's a is there a Rand Paul and then a Paul Ryan? I want to say I'm so yes. confused on if this is the same guy. Uh, you know what? I'm confused now, too, because I'll say this is a nigga that tried running with Romney. Possibly because because, uh, yeah, because there's the one dude that's now the yeah, it's the one dude that's now the speaker of the house. And then there's this guy who was running for. Yeah. So I think so it's two different guys. It doesn't matter. I think it's two different guys. People on YouTube, please tell us. Help our ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And uh, for any fat checkers um, out there. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and leave a comment. Let us know. So, uh, yeah. Tax YouTube. justice also a conservative organization, estimates that Paul's plan would cost $15 trillion. Now, the Tax Foundation assumes that tax cuts benefiting Wall Street and the wealthy will generate very high levels of growth. Citizens for Tax Justice does not. Now, bear in mind, the one there that assumes that these tax cuts are going to be really good for the economy, get it going, get it moving, they're the ones who said that Donald Trump's would cost $10 trillion, Bobby Jindal's $9 trillion. So they're using conservative preconceptions and assumptions about what tax cuts for the wealthy and for Wall Street and for corporations would do to the economy. And then they factor that in. It would actually cost more than this. Only if their assumptions are right would it just cost trillions of dollars. And even then, huge expense. Now, to put this in perspective, the total debt held by the public is currently $13.08 trillion, which means... That some of the Republican tax plans would more than double all of the publicly held debt. This is from the party of fiscal responsibility. So when we were talking before about the assumptions about Wall Street and growth, that means that they're using something called dynamic scoring, where they're not simply looking at the numbers coming in and the numbers going out. They then get to play tricky pizzicky moves about what effect it's going to have long term and job growth and stimulating the economy. As if we haven't actually tested this before, as if it's a new novel idea. Hmm. If we give a lot of money to the wealthy, perhaps it'll stimulate the economy. Mm. That you've been paying attention. We've actually done this a number of times under Reagan, under H.W. to a limited extent, and then massively the under George W. Bush. And what happened six to nine years after those tax cuts? Nigga, we yes, the economy cratered, it plummeted, destroyed yep. wealth across most Americans, put many people out of their homes. But that's the assumptions that Thank they have. It'll actually America. be good. Maybe the fifth or sixth time is the charm. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, you're going to hear during the rest of this uh, campaign a lot about fiscal dis discipline, fiscal responsibility, fiscal conservatism. When you hear those things, it is absolutely crucial that you remember the numbers that you were shown here today.
That's my final judgment. So, uh, hot damn. Thank you, uh, Republicans, for always saying one thing, and it's always something completely different. That's why I don't get into politics, Papa. I don't get into politics. Um, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I money. <laughs> See now, it's it's gonna be someone got to get jacked. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's them taking from the taxpayers, whether it's two uh, Detroit cops accused of stealing from people that they actually would stop and fucking pimping them that way, like you're gonna get your fucking ends, me. But the bottom dollar can mean a fucking dick in someone's ass. Shout out to Jessica from fucking from Detroit. <laughs> Made a Shout trip to Florida. Meat curtains. We see you, baby. We see you. <laughs> see you, baby. Fucking flapping them wings. <laughs> doing them things. Oh. You know what's, um, and I guess just, I mean, I don't know if this is a bad segue, but uh, uh, speaking of flapping them things, there was uh, some kind of protest going on for about plant parenthood. I want to say this was, oh. uh, this was in Oregon. And uh, shit was popping off. And, uh, you know, whatever they're chanting about them fucking selling fetuses and all this bullshit. And this random white bitch fucking comes in and says, um, thank you for taking care of my yeast infection. I'll send you the fucking, I'll send you the link and I'll see if I can actually get a share really quickly. Just because it's so fucking, it's so goddamn random. And I can't find the fucking story. Oh, here we go. Um, Yeah, she's like... Say like, thanks, Plant Parenthood. Thanks for helping me with my yeast infection. So while they were fucking like chanting whatever the hell bullshit to them, she was just saying yeast infection, yeast infection, yeast infection, and it was kind of like fucking like uh, same bloody murder or some shit like that or yeah. boogeyman. You repeat, you chant it enough times, and either come or it'll go away. And it was enough to scare the protesters. See, and that's exactly why. Like, it's just hilarious to me. You have these like anti-abortion people and like anti-condom people and all this and so on and so forth. And honestly, at the end of the day, if you ask me, it's just people trying to control women and saying, uh, fuck you, woman, you ain't shit. You below me. You do what I do uh, or you do, as I say, because as you see, these people are out there uh, protesting against Planned Parenthood. And all this woman has to do is talk about something her vagina does. And um, everyone got disgusted and no longer wanted to protest that very important thing. They all came out to protest. What happens, man? <laughs> Love it. Fucking, well, the only thing would have been better if she fucking would have flashed her vagina. She would have like a really thick 1970s fucking bush. So, and I think she might have she might have been Italian. So it'd be real thick and fucking Sicilian. Women, can we at least have a quick little couple year run? Can we bring the bush back just for a little bit? I know, I know we're on the shave thing. I know that's a new thing, but can somebody just bring back the bush just for a little bit? Just let it be a little quick phase, like because you know everything comes back, and the bush used to be real on and popping back in the day. I just want to see the bush pop back up, get a little, get a little fame for a little bit, a little bit. No. Long. One thing I never got to experience, and, and I guess thank God for, you know, the the shave generation. But even then, I think that just stirred up fucking pedophilia all the easier. But I, I, I never got to have, like, the like the landing strip. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had the shit where the patches because this bitch fucking, you know what I'm saying, wasn't expecting me to come over that day, and I had to have my way. Um, but 
I never had like that fucking, you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever had the landing strip or the fucking, the big old patch of grass? Like I thought like a true bush was, you know, like on the fucking, on the, the not the, which, what the fuck's it called? The goddamn, not the pancreas. The pancreas. <laughs> was it the labia? I thought it was supposed to be over the hole. No, I don't know what they call Does it them. Always go I, just, over? I just know what to do with them. I don't know exactly what you call them. Yo, and shots out real quick. Somebody had uh, posted a meme that I thought was fucking hilarious. And um, it was warning women uh, not to open their heart to a guy because he might try to stick his dick in it. I was like, you know what? You got a point. I mean, I'm sure that heart. Let's see what can you make the happy? <laughs> I think uh, I think we should uh, move on over, Popo, to uh, the top stories of this week. Tell me, tell me this mm. Tell me there's some violence. Tell me there's some fucking some tragedies. Tell oh, me something that, that's gonna hopefully lift me from all the fucked up shit that is a presidential and just human society. Oh, the top stories are always so enlightening. It's always such a positive experience. Um, first off, actually, shots out to, I guess this is, this is a mild positive coming out of like a huge negative, but um, China announced the end of its controversial one child policy after growing fears over aging population. Now, um, some of you may not be aware of that, but uh, China introduced a one-child policy back in 1980 when um, they were run by a communist party. And um, it was a radical family planning policy that was adopted to reduce high birth rate. Um, Limited reforms were introduced in 2013, allowing some families in urban areas to have a second child, but few um, have taken up on the opportunity. And um, essentially what's going on, as a lot of experts are kind of concerned, they're thinking it might be a little too late because with more people moving to cities and enjoying a middle class existence, uh, many couples no longer want to have more than one child. And essentially um, their population is going to start declining Um, because if y'all ain't fucking and making babies, because at the end of the day, like as much as we would like to think that, oh, humans, we should be peaceful. And oh, what about black on black crime? Or what about on this crime? Because, oh, these people, humans are fucking violent. And so there's always murder. There's no getting around that. Motherfuckers always going to be murdering motherfuckers. People are always going to die in accidents. That's always going to happen. What you need to do is keep pumping out the motherfucking babies. That's what keeps the fucking and uh, China fucked up with this one child policy. And wasn't it um, more favorable to have a boy as opposed to a girl? I was going to say there was like this run. I'm not sure if it was meant or just the way that we come and practice and how as far as how we mentioned it. I remember it being like considered a bad thing if you had a girl. Right. And how and because apparently they're so sexist in the ways, even though that they worship fucking bitches, but um, that by having a woman, she wouldn't bring money. Yeah, it's essentially like the man brings pride and like other things or whatever. So it's more respectable to have a boy. So if you could or it's more respectable to be a man than a woman. So if you could only have one child, you would want to have a boy. And I think in those instances, I think and I'm this is me completely guessing. I, I don't check my my facts or nothing like this. I read this on the uh, I Googled it somewhere. It was on the Googles. Um, 
like if you're going to if they would find out that it was a girl like it'd be okay to like get an abortion so you could try to have a boy like keep trying to have a boy like keep getting rid of them girls we need to have a boy like i've heard some weird shit coming out of there and um i don't know man and apparently another thing they said is that they hope that this is going to uh, avoid labor shortages that are um, coming up because uh, their economy is falling apart. So their economy is falling apart. They stopped fucking having kids. Uh, what is this? Thirty five years ago. And now they're starting to pay the price. And they're like, OK, you could have two kids. Just two. A little, yeah, two. Like a little bit might be a little bit too late to call it. But I'm just it's so weird how. A country can can have a poor economy, but yet still own so much of us. Or do we and, just fucking credit line and just tell them, yeah, nigga, we'll get you back. I owe you. No, and that's the whole thing that confuses the absolute shit out of me. Because um, I don't understand that, like, I get when, like, one country's economy can be bad. Like, your economy's bad. You've been fucking up doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like, Greek, that fucking people are laying themselves on fire. Yeah, like I, I get that, but what I don't get <clears throat> is when the world's economy is crashing. How does how does nobody have money? Where did the money go? Like we're all on one planet. So if if you got the money, do you got the, <laughs> you got the money? If, if the money ain't on the west, maybe the money's over in the east. Like it can't, it don't just vanish. Is like money doesn't. Money doesn't grow on trees, but money doesn't evaporate into air. So that's the one thing that's always confused me. Somebody has the money. Now, one Somebody of the fucked up it. things that I heard, um, and Lord forgive me, and Lord help me explain, but is money would be in gold. Supposedly, we ain't own gold in a hot minute. Uh, that's why usually you see that's one thing that most every fucking Middle Eastern fucking barbershop has. Nigga, they have gold. Go to a yep. pawn shop. Nigga, we, got, we take gold because that's something that's always forever. Um, I don't know if it highest value is always gaining. I don't know what the fuck. Now, supposedly uh, Hussein, actually, who, who was turning, was trying to get us to go off the economy of gold or to euros and then gold. And if you think about it, most of them out there have that kind of shit. So they don't. We don't want to. We don't want to give them that kind of power to have yeah. over us. Yeah. And I heard so one of the them. rumors. Yeah, with the reason why they got rid of Gaddafi was yeah, because the switching and trying to bring down the World Bank and all that. Because all the money's in the World Bank. So that's re- and that's part of the reason why the world's economy, I guess you could say, is all fucked up. Because everything's tied into these banks, and these banks are sucking up everybody's goddamn money. But um, I can't fucking call it, Bapo. Um, I don't know. But I say also wondered like, and it's not to like throw like Asians turn this into a whole racial thing. I mean, I know this is the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast, but I don't want to bring race into the matters. Um, But Asians are interesting because that's the same thing. We uh, read that story. I want to say that was last year about how I think that was japan the teen the younger teens young adults uh weren't interested in fucking each other anymore and so they were like cuddling and like people weren't fucking and so there was a concern that this new generation wasn't going to be making babies and i'm like why is why don't asians like sets no more man no go ahead 
I was like, you give them fucking robots with goddamn AI in them. Like, why the fuck would they want to deal with another bitch that they, that they couldn't program? Yo, I'm just saying. Just give me a, uh, just give me an AI bitch that swallow. I'm good, yo. Good. On command. On command. Oh, she want to tell me some backstory, bitch? It's time to go to standby. I need a Thanks, robot dude. who her breakfast in bed is morning wood. You get what I'm saying? That's Ooh, what I'm talking. She about. cooking. She chapping. Cooking. Now, uh, somebody else who's fucking cooking because um, he got fired, which fired is spelled cooking. the same way. As, oh, it's almost like fried or like it's the same letters. I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, shouts out to uh, your boy. Uh, what's his name? Ben Fields, who is the uh, guy officer who spent seven years as a school resource officer until he got fired this last week after um, nigga went WWE style on a um, uh, uh, student. Um, And actually we got some uh, footage. Shouts out to uh, the fine folks over there at CNN. Because I want to say I've only seen about like a few gifts, but I actually didn't fucking click and watch the video. So I am very interested in fucking being able to to see this fucking this body slam of sorts. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see what CNN's talking about. Since these disturbing images went viral, the spotlight focused not only on the now fired sheriff's deputy and his actions, but also on the role of school resource officers in the nation's schools. Should he have ever been called there? Now that's something we're going to talk to the school district about. Maybe that oh. should have been something handled uh, by the teacher and that school you really blame without this ever calling the deputy. Former Deputy Ben Fields was called to the classroom after the 16-year-old student refused repeated requests to leave by both her teacher and a school administrator. Officers are used as a law enforcement tool in some schools. Just this week in Sacramento, a resource officer called to help break up a fight involving about a dozen students. The school's principal tossed during the fight. Police Woo. ended up arresting three teenagers. Breaking up school fights or trying What's to manage a defiant student are part of a resource officer's duties, but it is not all of that officer's responsibilities. We want them involved in informal counseling within the context of their job. Really getting to know students and building relationships with them. Part counselor, part enforcer. According to the National Association of School Resource Officers, their numbers grew in the late 80s under the D.A.R.E. program, developed to help children stay away from drugs and violence. And they shot a few more times. and all Growing more following the shooting in Columbine, Colorado in 1999, after schools felt a need to have access to armed officers. Now some 82,000 SROs are working full or part-time at 43% of public schools. And with more officers, more cameras, comes more scrutiny. A school resource officer in Kentucky faces federal charges for handcuffing two misbehaving children with disabilities. In this video, a third grade boy struggles with the cuffs. And now in South Carolina, an officer fired from his job and under a federal investigation could result in even more punishment. Now, um, I'll say this because there's the cop got rough, got wild. 
And a lot of the whole thing comes down to a lot of people feel um, because she sat in the seat and she didn't get up. And so the cop got mad. And as the story goes, apparently he was talking to her. He was going up like Sandra Blair. Well, no, she didn't say anything there or let me not say anything. She was she the story is that she was messing with her phone or something like that. Something happened where she got in trouble. And so the teacher uh, told her to leave the class. And she was like, I'm not leaving the class because I didn't do anything. And so her and her teacher was bumping heads on that. So then the teacher called some somebody and uh, somebody came in there and was like, you got to leave. And she's like, I didn't do anything. You know, I'm not, you're not kicking me out of class. Uh, and um, she was disputing what the teacher claimed that she did or whatever. So then they called the SRO who then came in there and same thing was standing over. was like, you need to get up. You need to leave. And then as the story goes, he was saying, I'm, uh, he had said to her, I'm, tr- I'm going to be nice to you. And then she said, I don't even know who you are. And then that's when he pounced on her. And then so I will say this. So I'll play devil's advocate and I'll say, you know what? She was sitting in that seat. She was being disrespectful. Three adults had to say something to her. So the cop did what he had to do, grabbed her by the neck, flipped her over on the ground, blah, blah, blah. But that was the first throw. There's a second throw in that video after she hit the ground, after he flipped her out the seat onto the ground, he picks her up and then throws her again towards the front of the room. Can we at least agree this? Uh, can we at least society agree that that second throw was a bit much? Because no. I know we don't give no. a fuck about minorities. We don't give right. a fuck about women. Sure uh, cops are never wrong. Cops no, are always right because black lives matter. Fuck hey. everybody else. Hey. <laughs> Amen. Uh, all I know that matter. <laughs> I know all lives matter. And uh but can we at least society agree that the second throw was a bit aggressive? It was justified. Let me tell you what. <laughs> now, when her head hit the concrete and bounced back, that was considered her fucking doing a fucking kick. You know, like when wrestling, they throw him fucking down. They try to do like a little, like a, like a leg kick. Because of the trauma from her head to the concrete, it gave her leg a spasm. So she kicked. So this nigga thought, oh shit, you're getting rowdy, huh? That she first knock wasn't She resisted. Exactly. This bitch resisted. So he had to fucking make an example. Because shit, no one else wanted to take responsibility. But third, third adult? Damn, oh. no. Third, third time, what? Third strikes the charm. Now, but as far as how aggressive he was, I mean, shit. They're, they're trying to, I love how the, whoever the fuck he was, chief or uh, whatever the fucking guy who was in the, uh, whatever interview. What, the, what do they call that? Press, press yeah. release? And the press conference uh-huh. or whatever, yeah. The fact that he was trying to say, well, you know, maybe they could have stopped this by not buying this motherfuckers. Mind you, you're reaching a third tier of authority. Yeah. Teacher won't work. Wherever the fuck lay- lays on wouldn't work. Okay. Pumpo, that's going to work. Now, it's, and I hope this isn't going off too far back, and I sent you a link on this, but Obama actually was, because they were asking about all these fucking students, he was doing some kind of conversation speech in Chicago, and he was trying to say that police, are the scapegoat for society's failings. Now, in a way, that's obviously a fucking catch-22 because 
police being fucked up makes society fucked up but it, it you know obviously it's that never-ending fucking uh that loop of shit and it makes you wonder though especially how forgive me for being as racist as it is but you see little fucking uh nappy-headed black bitch who ain't listening you already have all these preconceived notions and this bitch still ain't listening when you fucking tell the shit so nicely so i think that's honestly what it comes down to we all have preconceived notions and so on and so forth. And so the notion already is that black women are disrespectful. They don't listen to you. They talk back. So I think we as humans, when a black woman does act like that, we immediately proceed to being tired of the situation, even though she just did that you for the first time it's perceived as oh this again because that's what you you perceive her that she's going to act that way or whatever as opposed to when you see that with a white girl it's like oh well white women aren't like that so maybe she was having a a bad day so we give her the benefit of the doubt but we already assume that black women are going to have attitude so when a black woman does have attitude that's when cops up to that next level. We saw the same thing with Sandra Bland when um, she got mad when the cop was like, put your cigarette out. And she's like, I'm smoking in my car. And then get out, get out. And she's like, what did I, can you even tell me what I got pulled over for? Can you at least tell me that? No, fuck you. You sassy black bitch. You're, you're talking back to officer. We don't like that shit. And um, so no, my whole thing just at the end of the day is because I'm not one of those people who think that, oh, all the, like, I'm not one of those people who say, like, get rid of the cops. We don't need cops. Like, this bullshit, because we fucking need cops. But I think we do have to agree something is wrong with the system if the cops are just shooting first, asking questions last in the streets, and now they're body slamming fucking kids in class. Can we agree something's getting out of control? Like we were just sitting around doing nothing. Can you control your house? No, we can't. Can't control them house. Fucking sugar, sugar free would I think would be a good president. He he tell you exactly how to treat them bitches. How to get them yeah. And then they brought up too, and you had sent this link over. They brought up that other fight that happened um, where a student body slammed the principal. <laughs> And fucking A, actually, shouts out to Inside Edition for making this portion of the show easier. Um, Inside Edition has some footage on this shit. Let's see what they talk. It's a pitched battle in a high school. And look what happens when the gray-haired principal tries to break it up. He's bothered by a student. Nah, that's a hip toss. The principal gets up and bravely steps right back into the fray. Cops move in to restore order. The disturbing video from a high school in Sacramento, California, is being compared with the troubling takedown in a South Carolina school where a sheriff's deputy dragged a 16-year-old female Woo. student in oh, class. The and this is new <laughs> video of the incident you haven't seen. It shows the verbal exchange between the student and the cop just before the violence erupted. We enhanced the audio so you can hear what's said. (laughs) 
That's when the deputy puts the girl in a headlock and slams her to the floor. Sheriff Leon Lett announced he has fired the deputy, 36-year-old Ben Fields. Deputy Fields did not follow proper training, did not follow proper procedure when he threw the student across the room. But the teenage him as a white supremacist, he should not. He should have first checked to make sure all the cell phones in the room were in the off position before you stick your foot in the Negro's ass. That is what he should have did. So he did not follow protocol. Therefore, I have to fire him for fucking up so badly. Sir, you should have known all these little skip scabs and scallywags. They're all on the Snapchats, sending pictures of their vaginas. Another commissary assumptions. Sending all this kitty porn to one another. It's only a matter of time before we have to stick our foot in the heathen ass. Major's lawyer, Todd Rutherford, says it's too little too late. I don't think that's enough. I think this officer should be treated like every other citizen out there. If this was her father and he had walked into that classroom and done that to her, he would be in jail as we speak. And that actually is a very good point. Because take the cop out of the equation, put a black mother or a black father in that position. They come in and do that to their child. The narrative we would be having is, goddamn, look at that hood rat family. That bitch is out of control. But because he has a badge, it's, dang. Don't question authority. They're right. Don't question them. Don't be asking no questions. Get yourself into trouble. One thing that's fucked up is that how easy it is to jump on someone black. And really quickly, there's a side story. Uh, this yeah. cat in, uh, in Utah, actually, who was high on meth, fucking snatches up a five-year-old girl, gets caught, gets taken in. All he's doing is six years. He got six. Red-handed. White dude. Utah. So there's a... <laughs> Fucking! It was so funny too. Going back to the video, the bitch getting slammed. It almost seemed like, and I'm not too sure if it was delay. But look at the kids in there and realize what the fuck exactly was going on. Unless that one black bitch is just really used to it. No, and that's the thing that um, I'm glad you brought that up. That's the thing that was the eeriest about all of it. Is no, you are correct. The students were all sitting there. They were not looking, and they had their head down. And actually. Um, there was a big, I think I posted it on the IVHM podcast Tumblr. Um, that's IVHMpodcast.tumblr.com. And um, essentially, they were showing, it was this whole long thread. It was these different tweets. And allegedly, um, some of the students said that um, he's known to do this. He's the the fucking cop at the he's the fucking cop at the school that comes in and he bullies the people and beats up the kids and just gets extra rough. And then um, the thing that's also crazy about the whole um, and Popo dropped off, but he back y'all. Um, the other thing that's crazy about the whole situation with him is that um, he has also had other cases of like violence where like um he had a, a situation where he was at some apartment complex or something like that and he was getting rough uh with some people there there's just a lot of different stories about him um just having anger issues if you will and so um i don't quite know what the fuck is up with him and um i don't know what is up with Popo. i think Popo's back y'all is he back? Can you hear me? Oh, shit. Wait, Popo. 
I see I see him talking, but I don't hear no audio. And so um, I think we about to do this over here on the slick on what we calls this the cell phone. I think that's what he's about to do. I'm looking right here at the phone. And oh, I hear some static. So it's oh, it's a call coming through. So let's put this on speaker. Oh, fuck. fucking uh, Popo uh, has uh, dropped off, yo. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he's uh, here with us on cell phone. Oh, you know what sounds hella fucked up? I mean, I hear the video come in and you're talking. Sounds like, and you, right? Yeah. That one. I don't know what the fuck his name, Jimbo. Uh, the dude who has to have that one shit to his fucking throat so he can talk. Yeah. You know, like, the, the shit that we see in the commercial is you don't know like yeah. that, run tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, that's how it sounds. Audio so fucked. I'm actually sure if you can hear me even properly oh. through the the mic or not. Or does it sound a little shitty on your end too? No, I can't hear you through the mic. I can only hear you. Yeah, say something on the mic. I I, I closed off that shit anyway. Let me fuck with my uh, fuck with my settings real quick while we're doing this live and, and oh. see what the hell's going on. Because it looks like everything's connected. I'm telling you, man. Every time I be saying something. They don't want to hear. Yo, as, That's as, what happens. As I said, Why they, they do that to me first? Why don't nobody love me? As I said, they be uh, watching. It's actually funny because we were sitting here doing the whole show. And then I decided, oh, you know what? Let me share this link on YouTube. And not five minutes after I shared that link, uh, you dropped off. We didn't even say Illuminati or nothing this time. That's when the whole show just fucking blew up and the cell phone just went out of service. We said something that they did not like. Your call cannot be completed as doubt. Please hang up and try again. Ooh, now I can hear you. Oh, you, Papo you, is back. How does that happen? Oh, Why? gotta love it. What, what kind of point was, was we about to hit that they're like, oh, nigga, pull the cord? No, oh, it was that, it was that, you know, we was talking a little too much about the cops. So, uh, I think we'll, oh. uh, stop. Oh, you got something else to say about uh, the cops? Will you risk the uh, end of the show for the cops? <laughs> you know they be watching. That's the other buzzwords. So okay, so it's what like three or four of them now that we've learned. Oh, when your Google connection just starts fucking up all of a sudden, and I closed down my email so I can't fucking pull up the stories again. But they were, um, I forgot what they were pulling out and pro. Oh, Quentin Tarantino, they're fucking boycotting him in, in a bunch of different states because they want to say that his movies promote anti-cops. <laughs> I mean, this is great promotion for the fucking, what is it, the the retarded aid or the, uh, the, he has some kind of new movie that's, that's coming out. I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of it, but something about the, say, the crazy or the, the fucking, some shit saying these, the crazy fuck batches of eight. And it's kind of, I'm pretty sure it's done like um, unusual, uh, no, 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 no. Not usual suspects. Uh, uh, what was the, um, something dog? No, uh, Dogtown? Raw Dog? What the fuck? Ah, I know what you're talking about, but... How can I forget? Fuck it. It was a band apart. It was one of his fucking first... Any fucking ways. And I feel shitty as a fucking... As a Tarantino fan. But yeah, the boy kind of is ass because... They're pretty much saying that he's doing what NWA was doing back in the day. Promote violence against cops. Or some bullshit. 
Fuck the police. Yo, and uh, speaking of fuck the police, yo, um, fuck uh, schools and libraries, too, while we're at it, Popo. We got little um, libraries. Shouts out to Upworthy, who um, brought this uh, piece to us earlier this month. And um, there's a curious commonality among the books that get banned by schools and libraries. And um, I'll let you take a guess, Papa. What do you think can be common among books that would cause them to get banned from schools and libraries? If we're talking schools and libraries, I'm thinking facts. I'm thinking fairy tale bullshit. I'm thinking shit like that should not be in the schools. Uh, only in the libraries. That's what I'm thinking. Some about Bibles. See the Bibles. I can understand people being offended, so I can understand. Uh, let's keep the Bibles, the religions out. I can get that too. Okay. Some, maybe know. slavery. They want to erase slavery. I would imagine because wasn't like what was it uh, Huckleby or what was it one story about a little white boy oh. running off with a big black man. Uh no, was it? It was a Mark Twain story. You're talking yes. about the one where they took the N word out. I uh, don't remember if they oh, took the, the N word oh, out, but I remember it was a little white boy. And 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 I only knew about this because some gay fucking theater geek fucking made a reference to li- living the life of Huckleberry Finn, because pretty much oh, it's yeah. a little white boy who takes off with a big black man and then goes sailing. Oh, and it was, no, so, I was <laughs> it was so fucking gay, oh, and was- yet. And only porn came from is that where that came from? What the a cuckold porn? I must bow down to the superior black cock. Is that did that start with Huckleberry Finn? Is that what you're telling? Did we just break this live on the I'm Black? He's Mexican podcast that cuckold porn started with fucking Huckleberry Finn. I'll take my little twelve year old white booty out here so you get get a little taste of this. If you eat corn on the cop the wrong way, then probably yes. <laughs> oh, you gotta fucking love it. But um as as we guessed, uh you probably think it comes down to sets, swearing, different things like that. Um, because that is what causes music and movies to get banned. But uh what is actually interesting is it turns out that the majority of books getting pushed out of libraries and schools in America all share a strong if emphasis on diversity. They want to ban diversity? They're banning diversity for some reason from schools and libraries. So uh, there's the case of the miseducation of Cameron Post, which was by Emily M. Danforth, a critically acclaimed coming-of-age novel about a lesbian teenager. It was published in 2012, and the book was banned from approved summer reading lists in (laughs) Delaware because of explicit language. Um, Something about this didn't uh, settle right with the author, uh, uh, Melinda Lowe, who helps run the website Diversity and YA. And um, so she did this whole, they put together this chart. And actually, I'm going to show this for the people watching live. Um, Put together this fucking chart of like, these are the books that um, had been banned from 2010 to 2013. And so, as you see, um, 2019... Brought me back to read some books. You invited me to read some books. You said we was going to play some video games and smoke some weed. And I was like, all right, think I'm coming. And you want us to read some books? Yo, yo, Riley told me, you you smart. You, you be like reading books and shit. Nigga, did you just congratulate me for reading 
Uh, <laughs> fucking, Did you pronunciate yourself correctly? Fucking uh, 29% of these books were banned due to issues, and issues on this chart are deemed books that focus on LGBT experience and books that are broadly yeah, about sexuality, including uh, chapters about homosexuality. Oh, no. Uh, Number two was uh, books that had non-white main characters. Oh, God. Uh, third on the list was a LGBT secondary character. Um, tied in fourth was a non-Western setting as well as a non-white secondary character. And then um, lastly no, um, was disabled main characters. And um, then what's funny is then she put together this chart and this is the challenges. And these are the reasons that the people said that they banned these books for. And as you see, the majority, the spikes here are they're banning books for offensive language, sexually explicit, um, unsuited for age group and other objections. So essentially uh, what they're saying is, oh, I'm offended by this non-white heterosexual shit. You get that fuck shit out of my school and out of my libraries. You will not bring that diversity on me. That's white genocide. That is white. Gen Why is there not a white history month? Why? Very true. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know what's, what's so funny is that it just it seems like it's an ongoing thing um as far as where our views have been where we're still gravitating towards and what we still deem as naughty it's just now it just become more prevalent and it's so funny how in in scripture it says it somewhere about fucking it being clear as fucking day and shit sure is clear as fucking day and yet they winning or it's it, they're getting their fucking way but I don't know. Can't fucking call it. Honestly, that, if, if you couldn't involve fucking sex, though, there would go all fucking Greek mythology. They would go. I mean, and there, there goes your Eastern ties, I guess. <laughs> I know, and it it goes back to like I've I've said it a thousand times. Like one of my favorite quotes is, "History is written by the winners." Because that is the truth. Whoever is winning, they get to tell the story. They get to direct the narrative. And so uh, the dominant society has been Caucasians. And it's funny because it used to be like this whole race thing, honestly, is new. Like we always knew one another were different nationalities, different colors and all that but this actual i'm white you black all this shit is like fairly new within the past couple of centuries and a lot of it came down to it goes back to slavery and it goes back to uh europe was in a golden age excuse me europe was in a golden age and uh shit was on and popping and then um they were they were trading they started using currency um the African trading system, they were still doing bartering. They stopped doing the bartering with them. So then that's when the slave or when the uh, West Africans started selling slaves, it was a form of economy to make money, et cetera, et cetera. And then it was around that time when the history books started getting rewritten. And then that's when it became that the black person is inferior. They're uh, under or they haven't fully evolved from a chimp, if you will. That's the reason why they're dark and they're like monkeys and all that. All that came around that time to justify that it was okay for white people to enslave black people like rest of the world and rest of you white 
white people don't get upset about this because they're inferior to us. And then everyone brings up the story. Well, you know, there were Irish slaves and all that, too. And yes, that is true. There were also Irish and I think Italian slaves and all that. They, they say that the Irish are the nigger of the white community. The Irish is and honestly, Irish and Italian a lot of them they're the they're the niggers of their every shots out to childish gambino i'm down for all what is it the black chick in every single culture uh filipino dominican on my sofa however that line go google that shit (laughs) uh shots out to the the black people of all races because everybody everybody's a nigga um you know speaking of which they actually said they found a new fossil, well not a new fossil, but a fossil showing yet another stage in our evolution. And apparently they found that bitch in Spain. Word life. Which, Yo, and that's the thing, because as time continues to progress, uh, we're going to continue to find more and more shit. And the thing that's crazy is like, the other thing that we like honestly don't take into consideration, and this is the reason why I think it's okay to um, have an imagination to and to think out of the box with certain things like we're finding all these species and we're trying to find this missing link and all that and all the shit that we're finding um, we could only be finding like one like one tenth of a percent of the shit that has ever been here like as the story goes 99 percent of everything that has ever existed has already died on earth like that's the whole thing when people like freak out oh my god the the white rhinoceros is about to go extinct um extinction's been happening since the beginning of time it's the circle of life that motherfucker's gonna die something else is gonna thrive it's gonna evolve into something else we keep it fucking moving and that's the reason why we got these sets robots you ain't got to worry about pregnancy. You ain't got worry. You ain't got worry about huff feelings. You could just focus on you. You can put it on self cleaning once it's in the charger and it's hooked in the mm. closet next to the broom and the R. Kelly stands. And then you can get the bed sheet that got like a little film on it where it has like the the charge. Like you know how you have the pad where you can put your phone on there to charge. You get the sheet where you don't. So you could just always just keep her in the bed and she's always just I'm charged. You're always on. Now you might fucking uh, catch your fucking pubes on fire, but shit. With the, with eventually by the third generation, we'll get this right. I think so, Papo, and um, I think you know with all this talk of uh, sets robots and all this, I think it's about that time, Papo. Ooh. But instead of instead of slowing it down, Papo, we normally I slow it down. down. Normally slow it down, but this time, I think we should. I think we should uplift these hoes. Uplift these hoes, like religiously. Up- about uplifting the hole so instead of slowing it down Papa, i think we should pick it up just a just a little like baby Christian? come through you Ooh. deserve round 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 about that time for uh motherfucking dedications papo holler holler and uh your boy arizona verse is uh back in the building and um i got two dedications yo how many dedications you got i got the green man too i had one on dick i'm supposed i could bring two oh i got a I got two dedications on deck, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with the first one. Um, Hit it with the remix. I I stumbled across this uh, lovely, lovely thing on um, Tumblr. Shout out to fucking Tumblr, man. I love Tumblr. 
Um, and as, uh, you know, your boy works from home. And so, um, I have my phone out and, you know, you know, we as humans, we are always messing, playing with our phones or phones are part of our biology. It's right next to us. This is part of us. This is part of your brain, your life, your memories, everything. Um, as, uh, as I work, you know, from home, you know, I have more time to just kind of, you know, have my phone in front of me, click on tags as, you know, we are known to do. And, um, I stumbled across this beauty on motherfucking Tumblr and, um, I got to show some love to this, uh, motherfucking beautiful African princess here mm. who goes by the motherfucking name of Jessica Chibazia. Yeah, and oh, she is a love. Look at this dark skin woman. Mm. Yeah, she's darker than night. Yo, she's about as dark as almost the background. I love it, yo. The black, yo, her aunts, yo, her ancestors was not raped in slavery. Oh shit, she is prominent. She's that is full, that's full blooded Negro right there. She gonna sneak into your room and take every goddamn thing. That fucking VCR gonna be floating. Oh, and oh, look then, at that. She was like a queen oh, right there. Oh, motherfucking, motherfucking Cleopatra, Nephrodite, whatever you want to call it. Oh, oh. So, uh, shouts out to, oh, look at the face. Yo, oh, flawless. Look at that. That's look a bitch that, that don't take no one's shit. You don't look take at, no man's shit. Look at that. And this is what melanin do for you folks. You see this? This is somebody's skin who is not damaged by sun because her skin is protected by melanin. And uh, the sun will not beat her down uh, like this polo white woman on this image. What the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Camera dear, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with no, that bitch. That's the bitch but, that's uh, fucking with the nigga from Coldplay. Oh, She's a Gwyneth uh, Paltrow, word life. But uh, yeah, that's my dedication, yo. Oh, my damn. first one. Your first one. First well, if, one. if we're going to go back and forth, I know for sure of a dedication who is, and I'm trying to possibly pull her up through the fucking, through the Googles, because she's also on uh, Tumblr, and I'm trying to find her direct name, and actually it may not work, so I gotta see if I can fucking find her at Instagram. So, maybe just uh, one moment here. And while you're doing that, Papo, um, I think, as we said a moment ago, what? Through. Mess that up. Baby, Run it back. Come through. You deserve Live watchers who uh, just got to see your boy Arizona verse put that thing on them folks, yo. I was oh Diddy, yo, Diddy dancing up in your videos, yo. You want the producers all in the videos? Now this girl, she's on Tumblr for sure on Instagram. She goes by A I B. M V. Now that's I'm spelling phonetically. A I B is in Bravo. M is in Mama. V is in Victory. Now her name is Beatriz Macedo. She's a fashion producer and stylist, and um, she's witty to, to say 
At least it kind of, you know how I like I'm real fucking dainty and fucking witty, uh, fucking pale like. Now I'm trying to see. See, uh, and real quick, I love that picture because I love uh, that one. I love a chick that looks like she needs to be saved. I, I cape them. I cape them. I can't help it. I see a damsel in distress. I'm coming to save the day. I feel like something's wrong. Like she needs someone to come and take charge. Um, she also, also does photography. See if I can find that. I don't think this is her. No, this ain't you. <laughs> but yeah, what do you tell? That's all I gotta say about that. Oh. The next one, I'm coming charge with it. You threw out a Tumblr girl. I thought a Tumblr girl. Oh, Tumblr. gotta love it. So, um, oh wait, I'm trying to save your dedication. For I lose it. So let me uh, bookmark that. Because, you know, uh, I've had um, at least a couple of times where I've uh, done the show and then, you know, we've done the show and then the show's over. And now I'm putting together, throwing the shit up on the website. And then I'm like, uh, who the fuck was the dedications? <laughs> Go back and listen to that. Cause, uh, uh, who, I forgot how we got to those people. So, uh, yeah, shout out to that. But um, my next motherfucking dedication goes to... You know your boy Verse likes to uh, likes to keep it original, likes to keep it moving, likes to like to to change change the motherfucking game. You, you know how that I new, do it. Usually, if I know my nigga, the usually, way usually, but one. no, <laughs> usually it's uh, too many uh, uh, hashtags clicked on gets you in the wrong location. But uh, actually, this was hashtags on Tumblr and shit. But uh, no, shouts out to motherfucking Caitlin Gershku, however you pronounce that. Sounds like a white woman. Is uh, this lovely Russian BBW motto. Oh, God, that's a big girl. Oh, yo. Look at this thingy thingy. Yo. Look, I'm sorry, Papo. Don't be hating, Papo. And I hate, look, she got the Grand City Life uh, onesie on right here. Got the joint over here with the boy shirts. Oh, look at the round hips, yo. Don't be hating, Papo. Oh, no, I'll get, I'll get deep in that. No. But if I can put her in public, well, you know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> oh, I can't no, keep I love this one, yo. I got a thing about the hips, yo. Ooh. Oh, look at she that. She gives me strong children. Big so she bear many, many kids. She bear many kids. But um, shouts out to her. She's a fucking um, Russian plus size model. And yeah, she's a Russian plus size model. And um, she's also on Instagram. So uh, as always, you know, we'll throw the Instagram links up there on the website. And you could also uh, continue to follow all of these dedications directly over at the IBHM podcast Tumblr and just click on the tag dedications and you'll see all these lovely women um daily daily about 50 about 50 new pictures a day yo we get it in we do this yeah we do this yo so uh shouts out to uh shouts out to the bbw we ain't got enough we ain't got enough you know i like i like my girls bbw the type that want to uh fuss and then dry and yeah that shit yeah like yeah give me all that and she, got, and she got half on the tab? Shit. Tell that bitch to come through. Try to bring some here. I'll get the wraps. 
Girl, you deserve rounds. Mm. Well, I want to say my dedication. She's known for her cosplay. She's and real quick, that's a damn shame that uh, the uh, change in the game uh, perspective on the IBHM dedication uh, wall means transgender. means it has to have a penis. That's the change in the game on the IBHM podcast with the dedication wall. Well, one of those questions were, would you still hit it, though? (laughs) Now, back to my girl who has no penis, and I love her for it. She's uh, considered a lingerie addict. She's on the YouTubes. She uh, most, I guess, uh, famously is known for her cosplays. Now, this girl, her name is Vera Baby Live. Oh, my B-E-R-A-B-A-B-Y-L-I-V-E. And now this just right here just shows you like, oh, damn, what is that? What is it? Now, one of her cosplay things, and am I not showing the right screen? Oh, no. Can you see my shit? All right. Look at her as Princess Peach. If those ain't some peaches, I don't know what it is. Now, I actually knew her, and this, I didn't know this was her. This was her back in the day as April O'Neil. And mind you, she's not as pale as I would like her to be. But, you know, they can't always be. Look at her, Misty from Pokemon. Oh, God. Throw up the peace on, baby girl. She did, uh, uh, fuck, she did one of my favorite ones with the bitch from Element. Like if I can find it, but look at her as uh, who's oh, that? Oh yeah, I said? saw that in the bottom. Yeah, uh, motherfucking the perfect woman, Fifth Element. That's my shit, y'all. Where the fuck is it at? Her Um, really can't fucking find it. Just more beautifulness. See, and I could, this way I could tell where a bitch is just getting getting her tan on. Don't do that, baby. Don't do that to yourself. Don't hurt no. yourself. Oh, no, her as a, as a joker. You know what I'm saying? Kind of scary. And this is also too in the fact that uh, we are near the at the end of October. So we will not be seeing each other for fucking uh, for Halloween's and uh, all the oh, sluttiness. Yeah, the right the like I wish oh. I was the type of nigga. Oh, look at this! I wish I was the type of motherfucker to be at the fucking. Oh God! Oh my God! It'd be at the motherfucker. Look at the look at the. Why have I not been going to Comic Con? I think I got this all Vera, fucked up. Baby, lie. Look at this. This is uh, Andre, the Black Nerd. That's what he calls himself. Uh, Brand, uh, Brandon Amon, I guess, but he has a he has a review thing where he just talks everything nerdy, and uh, look at him, just giddy as fuck. Oh god, yeah, I've been, I've been doing this nerd thing all wrong, yo. I've been over here with the pro wrestling, and apparently I should have been over there with the comic con. I've been doing this nerd shit wrong, as I say yeah. with the uh, uh, WrestleMania twenty six uh, poster or excuse me book up on the wall. But yeah, go ahead, continue. Oh my god, wait, I saw the green one. Really, I got you. Oh. See, and with the right wig, a bitch could be anything. That's why black girls had it right. Fucking, they'd be unbelievable. No, wait, go back to the uh, green hair one, and I'll tell you what caught me. Mm. The eyes. The eyes, son. The eyes. Look, she just, she has this face like, nigga, I just did a bump, and I don't care who the fuck I'm about to blow, but someone better put something in my mouth. Cigarette, <laughs> dick, whatever, what have you. I damn, I damn. Shout out to them, yo. And um, like I said, for those uh, new to the show, you'll uh, catch all of their social media links on our website and all that. Support them, show love, um, whatever they do. Um, and it's crazy because, like I said, uh, I mean, shit, we're coming up, Popo, on season four very soon. God damn, wait, what's up? 
What'd you just say? Oh, what's, what's on your face? That's Viva Baby Live. Bear a baby to live. Bird life. But, um, no, with us, uh, we're coming up on season four. We I uh, like your bum bum. <laughs> we, we have a uh, ton of fucking dedications on the wall, and all these ladies, um, as we uh, sacrifice them and put them up on the dedication wall to make them live forever, um, I've been following all of these women, and um, it's just interesting to not see. A, not a sane one in the bunch. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love it because at the end of the day, are any of us sane? Mm. That's that's a fucking that's a battle for another day. A battle topic for another, another day. day. For a whole another motherfucking pop up. So um a whole that number. Once again, all the email Damn. is IBHM podcast at gmail.com questions comments articles email us over there make sure you hit us up on all social media platforms like our facebook fan page follow us on twitter subscribe to the youtube channel follow our blog on tumblr just add ibhm podcast in the appropriate spot subscribe to the show on stitcher itunes automatic or tune in radio just search i'm blackie's mexican Leave five-star reviews and continue to support this intellectual fuckery. Trying to make that, that's the new, that's the new hashtag, y'all. That's the new, that's the new slogan, y'all. It's that intellectual fuckery. Turning this minus the bullshit. We need more people up in this fuckery, though. Trev, see, motherfuckers that, uh, that, on the, that see us, hear us. Please talk to us. We need someone else to talk to. Love, I'm going because uh, it's some interesting, interesting, interesting people out there. But um, if you don't want to do any of that, make sure uh, you just go over to ibhpodcast.com where you'll find all of those links that I mentioned there. So um, on that note, once again, uh, I'm black. I'm black. No, he's Mexican. Nigga, you lying. Google a nigga. God damn it. And uh, if you didn't like this podcast, what might they be? Probably the type of cat that has his uh, woman pulling tricks, sucking dick right in front of you. This nigga hands you the goddamn uh, gunshot, which is some kind of expensive anal lube. It makes you jerk off while you're watching this shit. And he tells you, while he looks you in the eyes, with that goddamn I just voted sticker, knowing that you probably a Republican, probably don't give no fucks about anyone of color. You're probably racist. A little bit. You're probably a, a goddamn. Goddamn racist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, That's what I said. Until next time, shouts out to those meat curtains. Ooh. We see you, darling. Get that for these air effects, that jolly pine, and just start spraying. Smell. Whoa! Is that grease? Bet you don't taste good. I bet. Yeah, yeah. So y'all all curious? That's fine. That's fine, man. I'm look. I'm gonna tell you how your boy Moochie landed his ass in this goddamn slammer. It was Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. That's right. Shit was wild, goddammit. We had a ball. Hey, nigga, you ain't got to believe me, nigga. Goddammit. Man, you ain't been in here that long. Your perm's still new.
So anyways, you know what I'm saying? We had some strippers. They let us do everything we wanted to do, touch anything we wanted to touch. I was putting my finger places, but my nail about to fall off. Sex. Sometimes, like when a real cute woman is showing you genuine love. Hey, that ain't right. But 
that's when I saw Kendrick out there getting down with my lady. Man, I spent the night at her house and walked her daughter to school. You know, that means you obligated to me. But I wasn't tripping too much. You know, like I said, I was already three pussies deep. You know, I got respect for your boy Kendrick a little bit. Yeah, everything was cool, man. But shit, man, that bitch owe me. Deep, talk, they tell me to go deep. Yelling at me continuously, I can see. Your defense mechanism is my decision. Knock these walls down, that's my religion. Wall feeling like they ready to close in. I suffocate, they catch my second win. I resonate in these walls. I don't know how long I can wait in these walls. I've been on the streets too long. Looking at you from the outside in. They sing the same old song about how they was always the cleanness. I beg to differ. I must have missed them. I'm not involved. I'd rather diss them. I'd rather call on you. Put your wall up. Because when I come around, demolition go. If Fucking the same hole, Nathan, you know Nobody. Somebody fucking your bitch while you in there trying to figure shit out. Man, you don't know no fucking Kendrick Lamar. I was with Kendrick. How y'all gonna you tell don't me? You don't know I... no fucking Kendrick, man. Man, just cause you in that cell over there, homie, you don't know me, boy. God damn it, I got some goddamn skills on your yeah, ass, motherfucker. Please. I was shit. with Kendrick. That's you my homie. No damn Kendrick. Party with the nigga all night. Yeah, y'all okay. mad cause y'all ain't had no ass yeah, in a while. Okay, okay. Except that ass y'all getting in there together, goddammit. Yeah, I right. was with Kendrick. What a goddamn burner at. I'll call him now. Let him talk. Yeah, yeah, get him on the phone. Yeah, I'm totally right now. Vitamins make you pee yellow, boy. No, it's cool. He a vegan, though, man. Call him right now, boo. Oh, Lord. Oh, he... <laughs> hey, he must have changed his number, man. <laughs> 